0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Looking for something different? Looking for something fun. Join Dan every Monday on the Freedomizer Network, 9 to 10.30 Pacific, noon to 1.30 Eastern, for Common Sense with the Educated Redneck, Dan Ellison. The show about everything and nothing at all.
2: We talk a lot about the Kingdom here and we talk a lot about what most churches are afraid to talk about or don't even know to talk about, which is what the first century church was really doing. But just talking about it is not enough. We encourage everybody to join us uh, in their local neighborhoods and their local communities to find out more about what they can do to seek the Kingdom of God and His righteousness gather with others who are already starting this road or starting to turn around and do things differently. Join us on thelivingnetwork.org or at hisholychurch.org Go to the network links or go to preparingyou.com Join the network there. It's all the same. And we'll try to hook you up with people in your local area. They will not be perfect. They don't walk on water. They are not necessarily saints but they are talking about seeking the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And join us on Facebook. Facebook Facebook.com His Holy Church all one word. Join us there. We'll give you updates so you can start doing some studying and thinking about these things and start looking into these things for yourselves. But it's just not enough to sit and listen or to talk about or to say you must become a doer of the word. Please check out the Barefoot is Legal radio show right here on Saturdays,
3: 1.30 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Time, that is 10.30 a.m. to noon Pacific Time, as we show you all about your barefoot rights and living a barefoot lifestyle. And for more information about the 501c3 nonprofit Barefoot is Legal, please check out barefootislegal.org.
4: Hello, I'm Mike, my birthing partner and I just got our new Lysenica Freedom Microchips. These microchips are awesome. They help me keep the freedom I used to before I enrolled into Southern Hampshire Institute in Technology. I'm Jamar. I am friends with Mike and his birthing partner. We met at SHIT. I am a liberal media major. I also just got a Leisnica Freedom Microchip. Since SHIT recently mandates everyone on campus get their Freedom Microchip, I jumped on the Leisnica joint. This freedom chip grants me the freedom to go everywhere I was allowed to before COVID. Now this chip tells me when I am and am not allowed to go outside. It also tracks my boosters. If I'm not up to date on a chip, it tells me when I need to get it by. This chip is sweet. Without this freedom chip no one is allowed on our campus. I scan my hand whenever I want to pay for something. It also calls for an ambulance when I get another heart attack from a booster. Which is totally not a heart attack from getting a gene therapy. These Freedom Chips are free. You can go to any drugstore or China Mart. And employ with insert in your wrist. Remember, it is not the mark of the beast. You just need to let Leisnica track and trace your every move. You just need a Freedom Chip to buy sell, work, and live. When you get a microchip, look for the Leisnica Freedom Microchips. They are sweet.
5: Food waste is one of the most easily solvable problems, literally the low-hanging
4: fruit of environmentalism. Pardon the pun, it's my job. About 20% of all produce never makes it off the farm.
5: It's because they just look a little funny, a little weird, but when you cut into it, it's perfectly good food.
6: It's just a total shame. It's totally good stuff.
5: We buy ugly produce directly from farms that often would go to waste because supermarkets won't buy it because of how it looks, and we deliver it to people's doors. That there's beauty standards for an apple. This isn't that ugly at all. Like that's the most common first box like complaint we get. We change that. We educate people. We show them how amazing these fruits and vegetables are.
4: To have food delivered to your house. Box of produce every week. And it's more affordable at a very reasonable price. Cheaper than the grocery store. I
5: spend a lot less time in grocery stores. It's an adventure every time that you open your box.
4: High quality produce. There's
5: nothing wrong. with
7: and they taste exactly the same, it's not better. Save those fruits and vegetables
4: that get wasted every year. And it's delivered to your door like, but why why wouldn't you do, why wouldn't you do?
3: Please go to our website, freedomizerradio.live and sign up for Imperfect Foods today. Use our promo code and get money off your first order. Go ahead and get some organic and all-natural meats, dairy, snacks, breads, and non-GMO produce. Now, let's get back to the Proof Negative Show here on freedomizerradio.com.
8: Hello, Freedomizers. I am Broccoli Man. When I am not fighting crime, I listen to the Proof Negative Radio Show.
1: I am the Wire Ripper. Not only do I forbid you to listen to Freedomizer Radio and the Proof Negative Radio Show, I am going to demand you wear a mask and get your naked body scan. We need to protect the One World Government. You getting the real information hurts a crime syndicate. Do not listen to proof negative. You must now disrobe this instance so I can check your person for a constitution or cash money.
8: Anyway, listen to proof negative on Freedomizer Radio. Weeknights 9pm to midnight Eastern. 6 to 9pm Pacific Time. Freedomizerradio.com
3: Welcome to the Proof Negative Radio Show, right here on FreedomizerRadio.com. Now sit back and enjoy
4: the show.
9: Thank you.
3: freedomizer radio of course i'm your host proof negative the big kahuna here on freedomizer i want to thank everybody so much for finding us today today is wednesday so we'll have joanne moretti joining us here in just a moment and if you out there in radio land have anything you want to share the number here is 319-527-6208 And just press lucky number one on your phone, and I will make it a point to bring you into the conversation. So with that, let's go ahead and bring Joanne in here. Joanne, welcome.
0: Hey, Proof.
10: Hello, Freedomizers. It's me, Joanne. I'm glad to be
3: back on here. Uh, Blog Talk Radio was down for two days. Yeah, I saw that. I I asked for a refund. I guess they're going to give me some money back. Oh, that would be nice.
10: Yeah, you pay you pay a lot for the airtime. Well,
3: I've just been on here watched. for fifteen years, so yeah, I I, I yeah. if uh if I don't have a gig in successive days I'm not paying for that.
10: I know, and you still gotta pay for it if you're not even hosting here or anything. Hey, um Right proof. I gotta start out. I just saw the best opening of a debate since Trump. Now, I've been here, I've been watching the television for the on the debate. I've been watching the live stream of Trump's rally, and I've been checking out information all over the web. Vivek Ramaswamy just roasted everyone. He roasted the Republican Party. He roasted the moderators. He roasted DeSantis and Nikki Haley. He is on fire. He says we become a party of losers, and at the end of the day, is it cancer? The Republican establishment, he said, let's speak the truth. I mean, since Ronald McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC, and he was looking at her, too, when he was saying it, in 2017, we lost. 2017, 2018, 2020, 2022, no red wave that ever came. We got trounced last night in 23, and I think that we have to have some accountability in our party for that matter. Look at the people they're cheering for losing in the Republican Party. Think about who's moderating this debate. It should be Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan, and Elon Musk. And that's where he started. He got all over Nikki Haley. He called her uh, Dick Cheney and, and Six-Inch Heels. He mm-hmm. destroyed DeSantis. I mean, he is just steamrolling everybody tonight. Now,
3: Well, this is his last opportunity, I think.
10: It sure is. He's not going to win the presidency, but he sure as hell won no. that debate tonight. Just the first five minutes.
3: Um, and they just started. There's no coming yeah. back. Well, let me let me hook up the vape real quick.
10: There you go. Good job. He just, I mean, he just torched everyone. Um, yeah, he's he's on fire, and so is Trump. Trump is laying it out there. He is, he's doing amazing. And, and somebody asked him about Vivek. And he said, yeah, he's, he's almost a younger version of me. He said, we need the older version right now. But, you know, he's a nice
3: guy. <laughs> I like him. Yeah. He's, so he was, if he said that, that means that, that hes he has generated some thought behind the vice presidency. Or at least yeah. doing something with the guy.
10: Yeah, I'm sure there's a spot in his administration for this guy. He's he's a firecracker tonight.
3: Oh, uh, there's been he's times there. during the during the whole Republican primary where we're looking like, do we trust him because he's saying everything we want to hear, and is it just, yeah, is it music to us? Is is it just a a song? a see the Taylor Swift for us? And he just yes. keeps coming out and. He's my strong number two. I'll say that.
10: Yeah, well, he's talking the talk. You know, I I think we need to watch him. I don't think that we should just rush out there and trust anyone. I mean, with well, Trump, well, nobody's you know what you nobody's
3: get. getting ahead of Trump for me on that. But I'm saying that out of everyone else, it's like Trump is all in a class by himself. Ramaswamy is in a class by himself, and then it's everybody else.
10: Exactly, I I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. So um, I think that he was trying very hard for a vice presidential spot tonight. My goodness. But, yeah, we got to watch him. We've got to make sure he walks the walk, make sure he's not some sort of a plant. He come out of nowhere, out of thin air. He's saying all the right things. I mean, and it was music. That was a good way to put it. What he was saying tonight was music. You should see Twitter is, is lit up. Everybody's applauding him. He's trending like crazy
3: on Twitter. spoke the truth, though. So uh, even if he's a plant, he spoke the truth.
10: Yes. That's the thing. He just laid it out there. He just put it out there. You know, you're a party of losers. You're boring. You know, Mm. look at the turnout. No one's going to turn out for... And what about Ron, Ronald McDaniel? And he was saying, you know, you weren't spending money where you should have been. And, you know, everybody's sick of the rhinos. And it should be hosted by Tucker Carlson or Elon Musk or Joe Rogan. And they would ask the questions that the people actually want to hear. And would the Democrats hire Greg Gottfeld to host the debate? Well, then what are these people hosting us for? And he looked right at, um, oh, what's his name? The the, the the black guy on NBC, and Samantha, is her name Samantha? Yes, yeah, Samantha I Guthrie. I can't
3: name you one of them right now. I, I, I've, uh, I haven't i have watched NBC in so long, I don't even know.
10: Oh, I just had his name on it. Lester Holt. Anyhow, those are the two oh, that wow. are... wow. Yeah, those are the two that are hosting the I mean, you couldn't get any more further left. These people are just going to ask gotcha questions, and they're going to be all smug and pat themselves on the back when they walk away and say, oh, we got them and we made them look stupid. So, I mean, they, this is just a freak show. But Ramaswamy was having none of it. He told them off, too. he said they're not going to call
3: on him too much today.
10: <laughs> no, they're not. They're, no, they, they, he had them speechless because he asked Samantha Guthrie and Lester Holt, he said, and... You have accountability, too, you in the media. He said, what about that Hillary Clinton-planted hoax about Russia? And you ran with it all day, every day. He went off on them. You know, mm-hmm. so we should be trusting you now. It shouldn't be. You shouldn't even be hosting a Republican debate. You went off. Well, oh,
3: good for him. I Somebody had to say it.
10: Oh, it had to be said. And yeah, he did it. He did it. And, and Twitter is just on fire. It's a shame that nobody,
3: nobody like even DeSantis could have came out and, and piggybacked on that because DeSantis didn't have to say I'm a Trump supporter, but he could have said something. All he had to do was say something positive and, and he would have generated some respect on that. But it's like they, they just let Ramaswamy talk and, and just tried to they probably. I haven't watched the clip yet. I, I just took the soundbite. Yeah, uh, I it think it sounds like nobody else backed him up.
10: No, nobody said anything, except Nikki Haley um, mumbled under her breath when she looked at him. She said, "You're scum,"
3: so huh. she did call him scum. So that means uh, that means Ramaswamy was right. Yeah, well, he
10: called her a Dick Cheney in six-inch heels
3: <laughs> 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 with a
10: warmongering <laughs>
3: Yeah, he went out and yeah. tried to Trump. Yep, but what I'm trying to understand, how does yeah. Chris Christie qualify for this debate?
10: I don't know, but I, I saw something and I I don't know if it's true or not because it might have been said in jest. But I think that Chris Christie might have been walking off the stage. I don't know what he
3: happened. He might
10: have been yeah. walking I, off the stage. What do you mean? Yeah, it, it, somebody posted that Chris Christie walked off the stage when Vivek challenged him to a race to a Christie Creams. So I don't know if that part's true, but that was what was said on Twitter. So, you know, it could have been this kid is on fire.
3: Well, this is probably the last debate. So, no, there's one more, isn't there? Isn't there one in December?
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
10: Okay. I think there is, yeah. Yeah, Lester holds that's his name. That um, was just it's checking. Savannah Guthrie, contract.
3: not not Samantha. Okay, yeah.
10: Oh, you can tell how often I
3: watched that, huh? <laughs> no, once you said Guthrie, I knew the first name.
10: Yeah. And, of course, you know, they had a gas leak in the Republican areas. In, in Virginia, right. Oh, Virginia.
3: oh was it yeah. Pens- I thought it was Virginia. I'm sorry. hmm and once again, they, from what I read, the Democrats still stay behind to push ballots.
10: Yeah. Yep. So a how gas is that leak. legal?
3: How is that legal I, or ethical in a gas leak? Only Democrats can say, stay behind.
10: Oh, say, yeah. yeah, when you evacuate people because of a gas leak, you usually try to include evacuating everybody. You don't leave anybody behind in, inside the building.
3: As much as we would like to leave people behind, we can't.
10: No, you can't. That that, this, that would be wrong. That would be bad. <laughs> but yeah, no, you, you know, can't say up, Democrats can stay it,
3: behind and let the let the building explode. Right.
10: Speaking of that, did you see Zelensky's aide got blown up? His military uh, advisor. No. Yeah. Today was his birthday, and somebody sent him a box of grenades. They were supposed to be novelty grenades, but they put a real one in the box. And this guy's oh. young, yeah, this guy's young kid grabbed a hand grenade, and the father realized that it was live, and he went to pull it out of the kid's hand, and the pin got pulled. So the father ran with it, and the father blew up. I think it was an assassination attempt because this guy was talking trash against Zelensky last week. And today he's blown up Could have been his kid that got blown up Right Somebody sent him a box of supposedly fake hand grenades But one of them was real Anyhow uh, the father realized it was real And snatched it away from the kid
3: Yeah that is a weird birthday present Yeah isn't it
10: Very weird I'm really excited about this. <laughs> this burn, you know, it's because all of it had to be said. This is the things we've been saying all along. So, you know, Vivek is listening, even if, you know, he's he's just saying the right things. I don't know who his advisors are, but they're doing a good job with him. Yeah, I think, think we should keep our eye, eye on him because if know? he's if he's legit. If he's legit, we need him. If he's not legit, well, you know, it's just another flash in the pan. He's not going to be president. Yeah. But uh, I think, you know, if this kid is legit, we, we better keep an eye on him. This kid's going places.
3: Yeah. Whenever I, I hear him, it's like he—it's like he could be one of us on the on the radio on the radio network. That—that's that, mm-hmm. what I. It's just weird. Just. Uh, and he, I've heard him on the Glenn Beck show. They said he's always voted third party. So I, I, I'm curious. I guess Ronna McDaniel didn't think he was a threat because she let him be a Republican.
10: Yeah. Rhonda McDaniel has no clue what she's doing. It's just a cushy gig. Her father's Mitt Romney. But she right. is just blowing it. Blowing it that kid scott pressler he um he even tried to contact her a number of times and she never responded to him that kid's going door to door signing up republican voters and picking up rubbish he's picking up trash too you know what i'm talking about toski gay- i don't know
3: what it uh, i don't know what it is or who he is i'm sorry
10: Yeah, well, his name is Scott Pressler, and he's just a Republican activist, and he's he's a freelancer, but he goes city to city. First he started out, he was just organizing trash pickups in, like, Baltimore and D.C. and New York and stuff, all in the alleyways, cleaning up the alleyways. And he did a really good job, and then he realized that, you know, he had to deal with authorities and, and officials and stuff, and he, you know, figured out how the system works. So he started to, you know, he knew the Republican Party had turned completely communist. So he, not the Republicans, the Democrats turned completely communist. So he's right. been going around registering voters, you know, and, and holding seminars and, and organizing, you know. He's, he's learning how to organize, and he's teaching others how to do it. And literally himself going door to door, registering voters. And he's been trying to contact Rhonda McDaniels privately and publicly, finally. You know, he goes on Twitter every day. It's been 21 days since I asked, you know, what she wants to do about the voter registration. And then he goes on. You know, it's like 99 days now. The woman hasn't responded to this kid. And he's quite an influencer. He's very well known and respected. Especially on, you know, Twitter and Facebook and all of that. Yeah, look him up. He's a really good kid. His name is Scott Pressler. Um, on Twitter, his handle is the Persistence. So if anybody wants to look him up.
3: And Ronna McDaniel still hasn't done anything. For him? No. She never responded
10: mm-hmm. to him. And this kid has like a million and a half followers. You know, and, he, and he's doing a lot of work, and he's walking the walk. This kid is—he's just, you know, he's tireless. He, and everybody roots him on, and you know, people send him money for his trips and stuff. But he doesn't—he's not living large. Believe it. He's not making millions. Okay,
3: uh, let's go ahead and get that Ramaswamy clip up here, and then you have a friend that wants to call in. Okay, sure. Swami let me turn to you uh, please make your case why would you uh, why should you
5: be the nominee and not the former president I think there's something deeper going on in the Republican Party here and I am upset about what happened last night we've become a party of losers at the end of the day It is a cancer in the Republican establishment let's speak the truth I mean since Ronald McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017 we have lost 2018 2020 2022 no red wave that never came. We got trounced last night in 2023. And I think that we have to have accountability in our party. For that matter, Ron, if you want to come on stage tonight, you want to look the GOP voters in the eye and tell them you resign, I will turn over my yield my time to you. And frankly, look, the people there are cheering for losing in the Republican Party. Think about who's moderating this debate. This should be Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan, and Elon Musk we'd have ten times the viewership asking questions that GOP primary voters actually care about and bringing more people into our party. (laughs) Do you think the Democrats, and we've got Kristen Welker here, do you think the Democrats would actually hire Greg Gutfeld to host a Democratic debate? They wouldn't do it. And so the fact of the matter is, I mean, Kristen, I'm going to use this time, because it's actually about you in the media and the corrupt media establishment. Ask you the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that you pushed on this network for years. Was that real, or was that Hillary Clinton made-up disinformation? Answer the question. Go. Mr.
9: Robert this is how we get our country back.
5: We need accountability, because this media rigged the 2016 election. They rigged the 2020 election with a Hunter Biden laptop story. Ramos, and they're going to rig this election. Your America time is up. Accountability. Let me turn to That's Governor, Governor Christie. Why are you? Let me
3: try to pass it over to Christie.
10: That's a tough act to follow. Christie probably I, have to, I have to ask
3: you Joanne. I have not heard of one person yet that says Chris Christie's going to make a great president. Have you?
10: No. I've never heard that. No matter how many times he's run.
3: No one ever I've says heard that. Some, I I've heard some DeSantis fans I I have heard a couple of people that said they like Nikki Haley because of her pro-war stance. Yeah. I have not heard anybody talk about Tim Scott, and I definitely have never in my life heard anyone say that Chris Christie's going to make a great president.
10: No, I, I agree with you. No one says that. Chris Christie's only a spoiler. His only job that he was hired to do, and they're throwing money at him to do it, is to attack Trump.
0: I'm
3: so wondering that if the Democrat the National Committee actually paid to keep Chris Christie in there.
10: I'm sure. It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. But when they're spending all their money going after Trump, that's left the door wide open for what happened tonight with Ramaswamy. You know, they were focused so much on Trump that they took their eye off this kid, and this kid roasted them from behind.
3: Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they could have a debate for two hours, not call Ramaswamy once, and, he, and Ramaswamy still wins the debate.
10: Oh yeah, he won hands down. You just played the clip. That just, you know, might as well. It's over. Shut it off. <laughs> no sense of going any further <laughs> with this one.
3: <laughs> with that, you know, let's, switch let's, over let's bring to Trump. your besties in here. Sure will.
7: Roseanne, <laughs> hey Roseanne, was there tonight at the Trump rally?
10: I heard, I heard, saw that, and I didn't even get that far yet. She's amazing, and his yeah. introduction by Sarah Huckabee was was amazing.
7: Hey, it was two hundred and seven days. Our boy tried to get a hold of Rana, and he, she's never replied. Two hundred and seven days in a row. Wow.
10: Yeah, that's, that's Scott Pressler.
7: Yeah, he's a good he's a good guy.
10: He sure is. Um, anything else of interest go on in that, in that debate that the Republicans were having? Well, uh,
7: our guy, Rama, called Nikki Haley Dick Cheney and three NPLs. Yeah, I'm oh. reading it
10: now. Yeah, and, and she under her breath called him scum. He said She said, you're scum. I yeah,
7: that's that. what it
3: says. Yeah. Hilarious.
7: Yeah, Oh, yeah. Hey, hey! everything yesterday was in total washout. We have a Republican on the New York City Council. first wow. In decades. And, and it came out of the Bronx. There were the any Bronx.
10: Republicans left in New York.
7: It, it came out of the Bronx. Hey, now let me tell you something. I did analysis. I saw somebody did analysis of the election up there in New York. New York is really turning red all over the place. Uh, Yeah, well, see, that's where this
10: Ronald McDaniels is making a mistake. If you look at all these groups that are now behind Trump, you got blacks for Trump, gays for Trump, you got uh, Hispanics for Trump. Uh, It was mob scene in Miami when he went to court. And tonight he's got over 60,000 people milling around over there in Hialeah. Um, the whole Dilly team is there. Brendan Dilly, his whole team, Miguel Affort, yeah, all of them are there. All the Memas, the meme team, they're all there. They got VIP seating. Um, everybody's over there at the Trump rally. But see, all these openings that Ronald McDaniel should be taking advantage of. You know, go into those black neighborhoods and stake your case. You know, we should be inviting people into the party. They all walk in. I mean, have you ever seen a Republican news conference? It's the most boring thing ever. They're all standing there stiff in their suits, and they all walk in together like a herd. They stop at the microphone. One of them speaks, and then they all turn in unison and walk back out through the door. It's like, remember the the TV show Get Smart when he had to walk through all the doors?
0: Yeah, It, it looks yeah. like
10: that. It's so boring. You know, in the meantime, when I was over in Miami, they were playing music and they were having like a, a party outside. Turn, turn it into a party. Even Alinsky said, it has to be fun. There's nothing fun about a bunch of boring pencil pushes that sit there and just sniff and snip and snip at each other. There's nothing uh, appealing about it at all. But you got somebody like Trump who comes out and tells it like it is. And this kid, Ramaswamy, you you heard the applause just on that clip. And that was in a Democratic studio at NBC. And he got that type of applause. You figure they'd all be stuffy and snotty.
7: The other, thing be, that hap- and- hey, the other thing that happened yesterday is all the county government now of the entire Long Island is now Republican.
10: I, yeah, I saw that. The, the, a lot of the town the ticket went Republican.
7: The, the, the but last, this guy last, Cameron,
10: what happened with him?
7: He, he, he was attached to McConnell. He was a McConnell boy.
10: They keep trying to attach him to Trump.
7: He was He never asked Trump to come and campaign.
10: Yeah, well,
7: he ran. He he ran as a GOP establishment, and that's what did him in. Yeah, yeah, if he ran as
10: an establishment, then they didn't show up for him because I saw that there was only a thirty-eight percent turnout.
7: But there's hanky panky there, though. Why did Attorney General become win Republican by large? uh, margin. Why did the Secretary of State win Republican in the state of K- Kentucky get by a large margin? Why didn't these people vote for the – voted for a Democrat? It doesn't make sense. Something's messed up there in Kentucky.
3: Yeah. That's, oh, you know. It, it, hey, that's, um, I, I don't know if you saw this. I saw this on the Gateway Pundit last week. They were running actual ads calling the Republican kid uh, an Uncle Tom on the, on the commercial. Wow. That's racist. Oh, I know it is, but it's a Republican, so therefore it seems to be okay.
10: Yeah, we got a lot of that. But that,
3: that, that might have been what won.
10: It could have been. But a pathetic 38% turnout didn't help. Yeah. Now, I don't know how it would have went, but maybe the Democrats were sick of the Democrat. And that's how the down tickets went. Republican, but they didn't want to go so far as to put a Republican on the
3: top. Unless it was great. I don't
1: right. know. Because it it was doesn't right. make
3: sense. It does not make sense just like uh, uh, with some other, uh, like uh, I'm trying to think of what other state there was where they voted once that they voted the top candidate Democrat and everything else was Republican.
10: Yeah, that seems that to be what happened happen. in Kentucky, too. Yeah. And Pennsylvania. That seems to be what happened. Yeah, I wouldn't put it out of there. But, you know, the people in Pennsylvania <laughs> do bounce around. They will vote. You know, they 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 don't go just straight party ticket. They, right. they bounce around. My friend is from Pennsylvania, and she's got a lot of friends in Pennsylvania, and we were discussing that one time. You know, so a lot of the straight party tickets, that makes it easier, actually, for them to rig them. You know that? So I, I don't know what happened, but I blame Ron McDance. She didn't spend a lot of money. And if they did associate with him, with Mitch McConnell, then you know the Trump supporters aren't coming out for him. And if Trump didn't campaign for him, um, even you know make a lot of noise about him. Yeah, he it seemed like he was just mentioned in passing by Trump, but that's what happened to Desantis too. They associated him with Bush and Cheney and mm. <coughs> excuse me Romney and all the rest of the rhinos and the the Never Trumpers and the Lincoln Project and you know everybody was throwing money at him because he thought he was he was Wonder Boy. And he was going to beat Trump, and he was taking the money. Should have refused some of that.
7: The attorney general won by sixteen percent. Secretary of State there in Kentucky won by twenty-one percent, and the governor Democrat won by five percent. It just doesn't make sense. Well, that's a
10: hundred thousand ballots with the governor's.
7: Ray showed up tonight after the gas leak. Hmm.
10: Yeah, a gas leak. But, but like Proof said, they left some people inside the building behind. That doesn't happen in a gas leak. That gas leak story is a lie. Because anybody with a lick of sense or anybody who even knows a firefighter or a, a f- security personnel or anything would know. If you smell gas, you go outside. You don't call people from inside the house. You call them from outside the house. And you don't leave anybody in the house. So that's bad. That's a a blatant lie if they say that they were all evacuated except for a few of them due to a gas leak. That makes zero sense. And anybody falls for that is, is just purposely being stupid because you copy that stupid naturally yeah you got to fake that
7: the guy the guy at the trump rally there who the guy that was uh sold marvel off to disney he's he was there tonight the trump rally and like yeah. i said last week they got they got uh he has three times the shares now he's in with a uh, another group and the rumor is that uh, Mr. Lucas may turn his shares over and clean out the board. They all nice. might, they they all they all might go together and clean it out. And another rumor is Apple's on the on the side to come over and take over Disney. Yes.
10: Yeah. You know, Trump said something tonight, too. He said, and all those children that were trafficked, we're going to give them back to their parents in the home countries. So I think there's stuff going on behind the scenes. I don't know. You know, sometimes I feel it, and then sometimes I don't. I just get full of despair when they do these things. You know, and of course, you know Michelle Obama is running. Obama himself has been going against Biden. He has taken over a lot of the responsibilities, including some new thing that Biden put him in charge of. And I think that he, you know, he's enjoying his third term and he wants a fourth one. And the only one, the only way Obama can get that fourth term is through his wife. And she doesn't and want then the he job. Can get a so fifth
0: term.
10: yeah, yeah. Well, he doesn't. She doesn't want the job. But I'm sure they're sweetening the pot. And look at all the time Joe Biden takes off. He's barely ever at the White House. And she hates the White House. So if he can take that much time off, so could she. You know. So they're making it normal for the president to be away. So often he goes home every weekend, mean he yeah. treats the president like a nine to five job, so I think that that would be more appealing to Michelle if she didn't have to stay there, but you know she's running'
3: Newsome he's she's got a lot the of exact channels as, as Barry Sotoro has, so right. Um I it, it's they're they're setting it up so the job is hers all she has to do is sign her name on the dotted line and that's the only right. thing holding it up is that she's not ready to sign her name away
10: No but they keep sweetening the pot and in the meantime Obama's taken more and more responsibilities in that Biden administration He is not the president Or is he well, you know, Biden, where
3: was it that I, I read somewhere it off again today? I read somewhere over the weekend. It might have been Zero Hedge or The Gateway Pundit or one of them. How how Barry is now Biden's main main uh, handler, so to speak. Yes, yes,
10: he is. He's Biden's Valerie, and you know Valerie's handling Obama. Right. She she moved into that mansion in... D.C. too. She never went back to Chicago either. So they have Biden hostage. But he doesn't know it because he doesn't know what bus stop he's at. He wandered off again today. And the White House didn't even try to make an excuse. They just cut the feed. It went to that, you know, that little colorful bars thing that they do.
0: Yeah.
10: When you lose the connection, you just shut it off. You know, they don't even go get him or anything. They get... The last thing we need now is a silver alert. Go look for him.
3: <laughs> so, uh, Joanne and Joe, Yes. Um, we have another caller, but I, I want to get Mr. Broccoli out of the way so we don't have to, like, cut time for a second caller here.
10: Okay, well, please hold, caller, and we'll listen to Broccoli Man, and then we'll get right to you. Pick it up wherever you leave. Yeah, let me
3: give you the clip. I don't think you have the clip. let me know when you're ready, and uh, we'll go ahead and do it. Okay. Of course, it's playing a
10: commercial first. Two, one. Oh, I know. Get bad. Okay, I'm ready.
3: All right, so still scamming, featuring the wiretap. Featuring the wiretap. All right, three, two, one, action.
8: May I have just a large chai tea, please?
6: How dare you come in here without wearing at least one scam on your face? This is a business, sir, and we are liberals.
8: No, thank you. I am not into your propaganda. I just want a chai tea and take to go.
1: Hold it right there, green dude. How dare you come in here without the bloody scam on that face?
6: Please get this Trump support to the F store. You wear scams in here you buy edge.
8: Please. It's 2024 already. Why are you still playing with scams?
1: You need to support the Democrat Party sir. Not wearing a scam means you are not supporting Brandon and Michael Robinson or Obama. Michael Robinson or Obama is a very nice lady. In these parts we do as we are told by G. Globalist, you need to read Karl Marx, sir. He is the greatest financial guru of all time. Now come with me to the FEMA camp that does not exist.
8: Karl Marx and communism has not worked in any one country yet. North Korea, Cuba, Venezuela, Soviet Union. It has never worked. When the 1% rule over a dumpster fire over the 99%, it is an epic fail. When you fail the people, you fail the country.
1: That's where you are wrong, sir. It works splendidly for the 1% like us. When we can remove the 99% from their utter existence, it is a huge win for us. We need to eradicate these dolts and fuss budgets from this earth so we can maintain our crime syndicate. If a million fools in Los Angeles cannot afford to eat this week, that is a great thing, sir, because the Muslims will off and we do not have to pay their universal basic income. Hey, green dude. I said so get the F out, me store, and never ever come back.
6: We only saw liberals here. If we have Trump as president again, he will start a world war.
8: Do you not know Brandon is pushing for war in the Ukraine? He is also trying to start the war between Iran and Israel. He also will get the China and Taiwan war going. He even wants to help Canada start a war against India. There is also talk about France and other European countries wanting to fight African nations that Brandon offered to help on. On top of all that, he even wants to start killing Americans. He said anyone who does not support him he wants to imprison and re-educate or kill off.
6: Good. We need to remove all you Republicans from these streets. You're going to give everyone covid its by not wearing scams. I wear at least three scams every single day for almost four years now. I have that covid ads 24 times already. It would be much worse if I did not wear a scam. I even had pneumonia a few times.
8: Did you not see any of the many hundreds of studies that show that constant scam wearing actually helps COVID grow? The more you restrict your breathing, the more lung issues you will have especially those who wear scams for 8 hours a day every day. You are making yourself sick on purpose for no reason at all.
1: You need to shut the trap up right this instant, sir. Just for that outburst, you now must let me run my hands through your long flowing mane. You could be hiding an illegal ceiling fan inside your follicles, sir. Don't make me call the police. Get the F out, Mr. Right now. I only serve
6: liberals. How dare you not support Brandon?
8: I am no into the corruption of the Brandon crime family. I am also not into globalism. Who in their right mind would be for someone who is so incompetent that they are more focused on killing their own citizens than keeping their people happy?
1: Shush your caggle right now sir. Those are poor choices of words, sir. Just for that you will need to remove your blouse your dungarees. And you're under Ruth Post haste sir. Please to be setting those garments down right next to my person. Because of your Islamophobia, we'll need to do a live smell test on your Comcords and your ice cream cone. We need to procure that TS naked body scanner so you can walk right into it and we can have a photograph of your junk. If you can autograph that picture for a second, talk to G-Globalist and have you do community service with we instead of prison time or in a FEMA camp. Even though we already established that FEMA camps do not exist, we can do 30 straight days of drag queen story times together, sir. Hello police sir, I have a
6: guy in my store not wearing a scam. Please arrest this something darker right now. What do you mean we have to handle it? Just because there are no laws does not mean you cannot arrest him. He supports Trump. Hello?
8: No. No means no.
1: Yes. Yes means yes. Now let me clean in my palette so I can get a taste test of your kumquats and ice cream cone. You best not be hiding any r 15 assault rifles and hand grenades or any bitcoins inside that junk. If you are, do not worry, I will find them and arrest you for having. If need be, I can grab a gas-powered Ford Mustang and say I found it in your kumquats.
8: You are a total toolbag. How are you going to say I hit a life-size car weighing many thousands of pounds inside my junk?
1: You Tony Green dude. You are the one that sympathizes with those who stood outside the Capitol building on January 6th. Now we are forced to use government resources on all those nimwits who support Trump by placing them in solitary confinement in those FEMA camps. Even though we have promised every fake news media outlet that the FEMA camps never existed and are one of the largest ever conspiracy theories. Now, let us see some junks. We need less squats. More cumquats. Do you understand English, sir? We need less squats, more kumquats. And we needed them last week. The deadline has expired. Bring a thousand kumquats or I will have to also arrest you for saying Trump won the election in 2020.
8: Just because your people committed election fraud and covered it up does not mean that it did not happen.
1: All of your friends are the ones getting arrested, sir.
8: Maybe we should bring Epps to prison for telling everyone to storm the Capitol.
1: No, no, sir. Let's not get into that, sir.
8: Then maybe we should ask the Washington, D.C. on January 6th and he can tell us what really happened.
1: Absolutely not, sir. We do not need those details coming out, sir.
8: Then we can surely ask Tony Bobolinski about the Hunter Biden laptop and the dealings with Burisma and his being a China agent selling access to the Brandons. They showed pictures of the checks Brandon cashed at a recent Congress hearing
1: there you go running your clap trap. like words are free. Words as have consequences sir. What are words for, when no one listens anymore? What are words for, when no one listens? What are words for, when no one listens? It's no use talking at all? Do you hear me? Do you care? Do you hear me? Do you care?
8: Okay everyone. I think it is time for me to take out the trash. Let me get rid of the wiretap and find another place to get my chai tea. Do not support woke businesses. They do not even want your money.
1: More importantly we need you adults and something that cares to only support mega corporations, so we can continue to funnel money to the Democrat crime syndicate, which in turn funds their own Leisnicka crime family operations. Get the F out me still right now.
8: Anyway please check out the Proof Negative radio show. He is on weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. That is 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Proof has on great guests, excellent co-hosts, and always welcomes you to call in if you have something to talk about. Go to freedomizerradio.com and check out the Proof Negative Radio Show. There is also a schedule on the website so you can see all the other shows that are on freedomizerradio.com.
1: So help me. If I catch anyone watching or listening to Alex Jones, Joe Rogan Proof Negative, or Tucker Carlson, I will personally be inspecting all your cum-cats and ice cream cones. You will then be getting a one-way ticket to a FEMA camp, in which we already been done, told it, you does not exist and will never ever exist. <laughs> that
10: right, was Joanna. good. You know, I didn't understand talk about gumquats and stuff, but now I do. The liberals are so obsessed with genitalia. They just, that's all they talk about. I loved your pictures. Yeah, on the you're wall the first on person his... actually
3: that got that, but that, that's why I put it that way.
10: Yeah, I, now I understand it. But it took me a minute. And I love that, the DCS, the Democrat Crime Syndicate. But I loved your pictures on the wall of Soros and Bill Gates and Zuckerberg. Big money, big farmer, big tech. That was good. and (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I noticed all your scenery. And said that uh, you probably stand with the people who stood outside the Capitol. Yeah. People are getting arrested and put in jail for standing outside the Capitol. They didn't even go in.
3: They were standing outside of it. From Infowars, Owen Schroeder got 60 days, including 30 days in solitary confinement. And it's at the point where the Republicans in the Congress are actually putting an investigation on, on how he's being treated. That's how inhumane this is.
10: Yeah. Yeah, they all, all he did, political.
3: All he did was go on his radio show and says, I, I, I think that this election should have been counted and recounted, and I don't believe the official story. Not many right. people believe the official story. None of us do.
10: None of us do. Even the Democrats, they probably won't admit it. But they know damn well that these elections are filthy.
3: Well, look and at that Pennsylvania yesterday when when those ballots kept flipping and everybody, uh, all the poll watchers were saying, don't worry, your vote will be counted correctly this time.
10: Yeah, remember they told us that was impossible on the Dominion machines and there they are, flipping votes, right. and got caught at it. And still didn't even do anything about it.
3: You know, so Yeah, their once response you get out. is, okay, it's happening, now what?
10: You See, that's the stuff where I get despondent and thinking we're not going to, you know, get anywhere, and, and nothing's going to change, and we're just letting it happen, and where is everybody? And then other times, you know, like Trump was saying, we're not going to let it happen again, and we got this, and, you know, so I want to be reassured, but... I'm, I have trust issues now. <laughs> They've given me trust issues.
3: Well, can I Mike Johnson anything. do anything about it? I guess that's the question.
10: Right. What can we do? And they keep us from organizing, that's for sure.
3: So, uh, <laughs> the your friend Bianchi wants to join us, so I'm going to open Bianchi's microphone.
10: Sure. Come on in, Bianchi.
3: Hey, gang. How's everyone?
10: Hey, how you
11: doing, friend? Going on, you know I don't understand that the, some of these states that have a a red legislative body to turn around and vote for a, a Democratic governor. It should take notes with Louisiana with this last governor that is finally term limited out, Bill Edwards. He was Democrat. You yeah. had a Republican legislature.
10: Yeah. Well, the guy and that was we, originally running against Bill Edwards. He pissed off the Republicans in Louisiana. A good friend of mine is in Louisiana. And she was going to vote for the the other one. I don't know if it's, is it Land, was it Landry then.
11: No, it was a businessman.
10: Yeah, whoever he was, his- he, he, he said or did something really, really stupid.
11: Well, and it, the thing is, is that they paid for it, too, because every good bill that was passed, and there was a number of them, that uh, Bill Edwards vetoed. And then when they called a veto session amongst the legislature, some of them wouldn't show up or would they wouldn't uh, override the veto.
10: Yeah. And again, that's the Republicans' fault. They give you these really crappy options and you got to vote for one of them. And then if the Republican that gets put up there it really takes a dive... I mean, voting for the Democrat is stupid, but so is voting for the Republican at that point. You know, well, so I, I know how that happened in Louisiana. On. Louisiana, everybody in Louisiana was all flipped out over whatever this guy said.
11: Yeah, well, his name is right on the tip of my tongue. I voted for him because it I was looking like at the Andrew issues. I something? wasn't thinking about, huh? What
10: was his name Landrew or something?
11: No, if you say it, I don't recognize it. He uh, reminded me of
10: Yeah, well, whatever the guy did, he, he took a dive. <laughs> and the Republicans are real good at that.
3: Well, oh, bitch McConnell's dive number one.
10: Yeah,
11: Mitt Romney took a big dive, too. Well, you know, you look at some other things, like that issue with that uh, casino in uh, Carolina, North Carolina that Kathy Hughes wanted to uh, that's the second time that she's tried that and one of the either activists or something was on the radio and he talked about it. he wasn't supporting it because it had the backing of a Jew mm-hmm. so Kathy Hughes uh, removed him from the show but then she turned around and makes a statement that said, any black person that don't vote for the casino or house ends mm-hmm. and see house and house ends, ends and field ends mm. Well, what she said is just as derogatory and racist as anything else that she wanted to claim that the other person said. But right? Can I
3: uh, can I jump in, Bianchi? Yeah. Did you see last week? Where the Democrat Party in Kentucky was running ads, they they used the word Uncle Tom on the Republican governor candidate in an ad. They called him Uncle Tom in in uh, on TV.
11: Well, that's why they get away with that stuff, and people are sensitive to it and will react to it like that. It's ignorance. It is yeah, so much it. ignorant.
10: You know, and and that is a derogatory statement. Now, and these kids only see it as okay. You know, you'd like you called him a scumbag or something,
11: and they'll believe it.
10: No clue of actual who Uncle Tom was.
11: Well, they should be saying that if if, if they're gonna say something like that, then you can't be criticizing somebody else for the free speech that they use and saying what they say. Right. And I don't too much like her anyway because I believe that woman has ties, her family has ties to enslavement.
0: Mm.
11: But anyway, I mean, that's just the way things roll here in the United States. Now, as far as Michelle, what happened? Where's the information on the death of the chef? That's gone. It's buried.
10: That's never going to see the light of day. Those Obamas have become very, very, very powerful. And even more powerful while Biden's president. You know, I I think they're the only thing protecting Biden. And they're throwing him under the bus a little at a time. You know, like subpoenas went out again today. For Hunter and for Bobulinski and for um, this dude Walker. Biden's brother. Everybody got subpoenaed today. So I guess they're going to call him in front of Congress and yell at them.
11: Well, well i be the
10: really
11: He really must be putting stuff in Obama's hair. His, his head, his hair look like molars now.
10: Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, he's got a lot of responsibilities being president again. You know, he never went away. Never left he, him and John Kerry we were running around the world telling people just wait Trump out and we'll be back and they're doing it again. Again. So you know Obama's going to put his old lady up.
11: Well, that's why come I say something was going on between her and the chef. Had to. Now well, him and not in the position A do or don't.
10: You know, something fishy was going on that he had to be eliminated. Yeah, he got voted I mean, off the plainly island. It's quite
3: obvious he got Vince Fostered.
10: Yeah. Yeah, he literally sleeps with the fish. But well, when
0: the same thing happened to that fish. kid that was
10: a church member in in Jeremiah Wright's church. Remember the black kid that was murdered? And his mother swears it was because the kid was having an affair with Obama.
11: Yeah.
10: (laughs) Remember remember him?
11: I don't quite remember him.
10: Yeah, there was a a young black man from the Jeremiah Wright's church that Obama and him were seeing each other and, and, uh, They had an affair going. The mother knew about it. The mother knew her son was gay. And then the kid ended up dead. And they never found the murderer. But why did this kid get dead? You know, she said he didn't have any enemies. I don't know. But now they just did the same thing to the chef. Now the chef allegedly had a girlfriend, but Obama's got a wife, so I guess that doesn't mean much
11: these days. Well, I'm telling you, the chef was having a relationship with Michelle. obama yeah. See, uh, I think that I woman. think
3: he was having a relationship with Barry Sotero. But well,
11: I don't I have the evidence, have
3: to so her. don't accuse me of lying or anything. I'm just saying yeah. that that's what it looks like to me. Michelle yeah, well, comes you know,
11: a family that that type of activity is not tolerated, especially with Michelle's mother standing over watching over the shoulders. No.
10: And they don't go anywhere without Big Mama. She stays with them. Yeah, there's a lot of things going on. And i tell you,
3: that and see, and he hadn't even... Uh, uh, here's that here's guy. my thought, Joanne. I'm wondering if if Barry's affairs with, with people such as the chef, and this is direction I'm going, if that allegedly happened, then I could understand why Big Mike would not want to uh, to be in the White House, to be around that for four to eight years.
10: Right. I wouldn't want to be around him anyhow. They don't even like each other. She wrote a book... And in her book, she says that she doesn't like him. And she says he smells bad. And the more time she spends away from him, the better she feels. So if she's going to get saddled for four years with this guy and she's got to play nice and, you know, got to smile for the pictures, in the meantime, live a miserable existence with this guy, you know, they could live separate lives.
0: Right.
10: But that would be obvious. And there's also the burning question about her. You know, like you said, sloshing around—that wasn't everyone's imagination, everyone's <laughs> heart.
3: But here's so, another wrinkle to this: what if, what if some shade got thrown out at Barry Satoro publicly, and they got a divorce when and, and Big Mike can look like the the hero on this or the the, the winner.
10: Yeah, the jilted spouse or whatever. Yeah. But Obama's too powerful. You know, he is seriously taking the reins away from Joe Biden. He's running right. the show, and he's not even embarrassed to say it. He's coming out publicly. He's making public appearances. He's making public like news conferences. He's taking over more responsibilities on paper. He's got all the, all the job. And Joe Biden just walks around like a noodle head. He wandered off the stage again today. And So, uh, really. But, yeah, and what if Michelle was having an affair? Look at it from the other side, too. That guy would definitely have to be eliminated if she's running. You can't bring your husband and your boyfriend to the White House. Well, I suppose you could, because he was the chef back then, wasn't he? Yeah. Or one of the chefs.
3: See everything really. every angle I, I think about with that leads me to Barry being the person, because why would why would he be on a boat with Barry if he's having an affair with Big Mike?
10: Well, that happens a lot. People's best friends are having affairs with their wives when they are at work
3: You know yeah, so but I think this might be, be, be a little different.
10: Unless they're all upside-down pineapples and they're swingers and everybody knew about it anyhow.
3: Which is possible. If they're all living separate lives.
10: You know that. That's the signal, right? The upside-down pineapple?
0: No. Did you ever
10: hear that? Yeah. No. People, You know how people have, like, T-shirts with pineapples on them and flags with pineapples on them and stuff? Well, if the pineapple's upside-down, that means they're a swinger. That's how they communicate with each other. I
3: don't know that kind of stuff. Okay.
10: Well, yeah, it's not something most people know, but the swingers know it. Yeah, look it up, the upside-down pineapple. Oh, I believe uh, you.
3: I just never heard of that.
10: It's a symbol symbol for swingers. But who knows? You know, they're, they're probably all Zooming each other, everybody. They don't even care. You know, nobody has a sexuality anymore in that crowd. You know, you reach down someone's pants. Whatever you come up with, that's okay.
11: <laughs> I, I, like the Cracker I Jack box. Yeah, right?
10: There's a surprise in every package. <laughs> Greg Gutfeld said something funny one day. He said, I'm going to open a gay bar and call it Suspicious Package. <laughs> I thought that was the perfect name. But really, they're all you know in Martha's Vineyard, especially. That's you mean, all the those place where too. they they
3: could bring all the uh, all the illegals because they're the tolerant left. That Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they gave them they
10: gave them Brand X Cheerios for breakfast and sent them back. And, yeah,
3: not even not even name brand Cheerios. They gave them store brand Cheerios and uh, yeah. and sent them on their way.
10: No, they didn't even. They, they got them the store brand. They didn't even get them the real ones.
3: That was the funniest thing when I saw Great Value stuff up on the up on there talking about how they're taking yeah. care of them, and then they then they just brought them to that FEMA camp that didn't exist.
10: And it was only like fifty of them, or fifteen of them or something. It was fifty of them.
3: Right. Yeah, it was fifty. One guy.
10: Yeah, it was fifty. And they they patted themselves on the back how wonderful they treated them and. You know, we treated them like guests, and we hosted them, and we had breakfast, and then we sent them down to the mainland main where they would be
3: much more happy than here.
10: Well, if my it's like everybody chipped in
3: 50 cents to help them with, with the cereal.
10: Yeah, I hope it didn't break them.
0: <laughs> well, yeah,
10: but and did, you, did you see them? Yeah, loving and liberal. Did you see how they were patting themselves on the back on how wonderful
3: they treated oh, yeah. those people? I remember. I'm just like Pepper's Farm like that. I remember.
10: And, wow. And then they said they'd be more happy on the, on the main cape,
3: cape. All I remember is there were store-brand Cheerios, and then there was, like, some great-value bread with name, with store-brand peanut butter and jelly. So they, they were giving them peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and and, and store-brand Cheerios. I don't even know what you call them otherwise. Oat Circles or whatever. I I don't yeah. know the store brand name of Cheerios. Yeah, Odeos or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oat Rings. <laughs> wow.
10: You know, have you been following that, that Trump thing, the New York case? With that Letitia James and that judge. The judge is taking oh, wow. naked picture. What do he you think, he's Geraldo?
3: Yeah, he's he the... Must, he, he, he must think he is.
10: Well, you know, he's showing off his pecs, and he's, and he's got his, his junk blacked out. And this is a judge. And then his son is an activist attorney. And he has VIP seating in that courtroom. Right. And now this Letitia, the DA, Ivanka Trump was a witness today. She was not charged with any crimes. And this, this attorney general defamed her on Twitter. Listen to what she wrote. She said, today we called our last witness, Ivanka Trump who used Donald Trump's fraudulent statements of financial conditions to secure more favorable loans. So she just accused her of using her father's fraudulent statements to secure loans. Says, for the past five weeks, we've shown the incredible scale and scope of Donald Trump's fraud. But she she treated Ivanka like she was found guilty of something. She accused her. It says Ivanka Trump, who used Donald Trump's fraudulent statements of financial conditions to secure more favorable loans. She didn't do any of that.
11: Right. You know, in that black ranch town, Atlanta, anything can happen. You talking Mm. about you talking about ineptitude, you talking about I guess you can call it ghetto That's what you see. Just pay attention to it. Oh. See, only you would have caught that. with
3: you. Look at who their congressperson is, Hank Johnson.
11: Oh, please. That's what you get when you have people that vote for individuals because of skin color and then a bunch of other rhetoric like house Negro, like uh, you had going on in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well,
10: they use race as a as a whip as a chain. It's bad. They'll beat you with race, or they'll confine you with race. But either yeah, way, the they Democrats right you.
3: now they have two issues, and and this is what they take seriously. They they play the race card, like like the the race card, and the and what was the other one here where I was talking about the the. The race card—I lost my thoughts. Sorry, but the—it's it's like the right. race card is one of only two cards in the deck. Right. Oh, yeah. You're the a If it's not a race, it's an abortion. They got two cards. They play.
10: Yeah, I want to talk about abortion because that seems to be a big issue with voters. Now, I don't think the voters understood. ...what that Supreme Court decision overturning Roe v. Wade did for them. It made it easier to get abortion laws changed in your state. Abortion is not in the Constitution. Therefore, the federal government has no authority over it. The 17 enumerated powers that were given to the federal government by the Constitution anything outside those 17 enumerated powers stays with the people and the state as their representative. So if it's not in the Constitution, it's not the Supreme Court's business. It's the state's business. Now, it belongs in the people's hands. The state government is closer to the people. The federal government, you have to make a law for all the 50 states. As the state's sovereignty You only make a law for your state, and it's made by your people in your area. So if you don't like the abortion laws in your state, you change them. And it's a lot easier to change them in your state than it is to change the whole country. But people don't understand that. Now, about abortion. Somebody always dies in an abortion there's a living being inside of a woman's body. If you abort it, it's no longer inside the woman's body and it's no longer a living being. So somebody died. You're dealing with two people. The mother and the baby. That's just the facts. Anybody who doesn't like those facts, I'm really sorry for your luck. But that's the fact.
11: Now, People well, you know what's it. going to happen, Joanne? Right. Some father of that fetus is going to step forward and file a lawsuit and say that you got two things going on there. If a criminal shoots the, the, the mother and she kills the baby, the mother, now he's, he's faced with double homicide. Second mm-hmm. thing, if the child is born, then the father is required to take on responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Well, if she aborts the baby then he is being denied his fatherhood mm-hmm. some father is going to come forth and and throw out a lawsuit and that's going to be very interesting to watch but that happened it happened in boston this
10: kid did not want his girlfriend to abort his baby and he took her to court and the court decided that as long as she was pregnant she had the control an outside person could not control her body. All the decisions were her own. And he said, it's not her body. It's the baby's body I'm concerned with. And they said, no, while it's inside her body, her body would be affected by having to carry it. And you can't force somebody to be pregnant. And they ruled well, against the
11: Well, you know another father. thing, too. Women should be required to inform any male that she has had abortions because when you kill that baby in the womb, you are effectively creating a haunted house. Mm. Just like people wouldn't want to live or spend the night in Amityville, well, how do you expect a baby to form and grow... Effectively and normal in a haunted house. Some of these women have had several, if not a dozen, abortions. I mean, it's racked um, with goats.
10: I don't see how that would ever. I, I mean, I I I couldn't live with myself. I couldn't live with myself with one. But
11: I know, know a lady. I know a lady, Joanne. And there in St. Louis area, she had an abortion at Granite City Hospital, Granite City, Illinois, right outside of East St. Louis. They do late term. She had a late term done. Oh. And ever since then, she complained to her grandmother. I hear crying in my head.
10: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that is absolutely taboo. See, that's what the people are having the problem with is these Democrats are telling these women, well, you can choose to have an abortion and, and there shouldn't be restrictions on abortions and all of that. So this girl, you know, figures now she's seven months pregnant. She had a fight with the boyfriend. and She doesn't want his baby anymore. She's going to go and abort it. That baby could survive outside her body.
3: Exactly.
10: My brother's daughter was born the day that my sister-in-law turned six months pregnant. She weighed two pounds, one ounce. She is now a full-grown adult woman married with four children. She survived at six months pregnant. So, you know, there has to be a limit. Anybody with a heart would know that. And that's what the Democrats are fighting against. And then you got that screwball over in Virginia who said that you could kill a baby after it's born.
11: Yeah, that has been set on the
10: table in a box. Yeah, that is not an abortion. Once the baby is outside the mother, it's born. The mother is no longer pregnant and cannot have an abortion. You don't have abortions if you're not pregnant.
11: Right.
0: So don't call that an abortion.
11: The thing is that it's at the state level. Next year, somebody could come forth with a bill to repeal it. And that can go back and forth. So I'm for states' rights in many, many situations. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, all situations, really.
10: Well, sometimes you can codify it into the Constitution, but it would have to be ratified by two-thirds of that state. And maybe, again, you're right. Maybe it could be reverted, but it would take an awful lot.
11: Well, they can slow constitutional amendments all day long, all week long, if they want to.
10: Yeah, but these Republicans, they don't even know what they're talking about. When they're talking about putting limits on, you know, okay, but then they're saying that there's no exceptions for rape or incest, and they always tell you the story about the 11-year-old girl who got pregnant by her stepfather.
11: Well, you know, if that's going to be the case, which I agree, well, then that should be strict punishment on somebody that goes to those extremes. And the limit should be when it comes down to children under age. The say right. that a child can have puberty, broken drugs without any notification whatsoever to go into the parents, only time the parents are going to be notified is when that corpse is laying up there on a gurney. Right.
10: Yeah, and then what do you tell the parents, oh, we did this behind your back? We killed your kid. Oops. I don't suggest anybody do that with my children. That won't A end A kid well.
11: 12 years old will go out and have sex knowing that they can get rid of any unintended consequences at any time they want, and the parents don't know anything about it. And then some kids don't care if the parents know something about it anyways, they know that they can do it, and the parents can't do anything to stop it. Now mm-hmm. you' got that type of attitude going on,
10: and that's why we need fathers in the house because the kids won't are less likely to do stuff like that if they' got a father in the house.
11: I don't know. Well, what happened when a 12-year-old says, I want an abortion and my father don't want me to? Now what? Oh. Then the question is, what is it when a 12-year-old having sex anyway? Well, we can right. see where that argument will lead. Yeah, it better be with another 12-year-old,
10: because if it's a 22-year-old, they're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, you know, that we have to find a way to have a consensus about it. But the Republicans have no clue how to discuss it. They either want to run from the discussion, or they want to put insane restrictions or not include exceptions for rape, incest. And they'll even say for the life of the mother. You know, I mean, that should go without saying. But... It's an extreme, extreme, extremely rare situation that a pregnancy would cause the death of the mother. One would be an ectopic pregnancy. The baby's never going to get to maturity, and the mother will probably end up dead. If the uh, ectopic pregnancy, the fetus starts forming inside the woman's tube. If that tube bursts, it'll rupture her aorta and she'll be dead too. So in that way you cannot let that pregnancy progress. But that has to be done extremely early.
11: Because Well those discussions those discussions are legitimate and meaningful. Yeah, those are legitimate but You got medical. women that use You got women that use abortion as a form of birth control. And that's wrong. Well then you talk about subjectives. You and they want uh, No, you got women that does have abortions as a form of birth control. It's simple I, for them. I know.
10: I know. I've I've heard of people having three, four, five abortions. Didn't you learn after the first one? I mean, you know how babies. start. You'd think you'd use protection. There are ways to prevent pregnancy from ever starting. Why don't we make
11: that readily available? Then you got women that have babies for income. Earned income child critics.
0: hmm
3: Oh, do you remember this, Bianchi, where this was floated in California, that if you're black and you got a white person pregnant, that you would not be subject to paying child support? Because it's unfair to black people. That was, but damn. <laughs> oh, I, I I thought you were here when we shared that on the show. I I, I could be wrong, but I I thought I I that came out in like May or June. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if that's not racist, I don't know what is.
11: California is like Mad Max on steroids.
3: It's loving and liberal, though. Yeah, loving and liberal.
10: We just we have to be able to talk about abortion because they they're thinking that abortion is one of the reasons that the Republicans aren't winning. But some of them are extreme. Some of those Republicans are extreme too. They're not
11: and winning, it those people be. ain't coming out to the polls.
10: And it shouldn't be a national conversation, actually. It should be within the states now.
11: You're absolutely right. It should be within the states. But they say they don't want you telling them about how their body is supposed to be treated, but they want to tell you how you are to use your guns, how you're supposed to store your guns, how you're supposed to carry your guns, and every other thing about your gun
4: usage.
10: And speaking of your body, didn't they mandate vaccines and masks? Those are on your body, too. And in your body.
0: That's
10: different. I don't see the difference. You know, it's my body, my choice about pregnancy, but it's not my body or my choice when it comes to being vaccinated. Pick one. You're making me dizzy. (laughs) They are very hypocritical. You can't tell me what to do unless it's to tell me to put a mask on and to get vaccinated and to wear a seatbelt and to, you know, listen helmet, to these public schools. motorcycle helmet. Yeah, motorcycle helmet. But other than that, it's my body, right? There's only one thing that I'm able to choose on my body and the rest is all up to the government that's baloney this is the united states oh, there's of two America. things
3: there's there's two things you could choose you could but. choose to have your your stuff whacked off and you could choose to have an abortion those are the two rights you're allowed to have
10: and one of them involves death and the other one involves mutilation that's a lot yes, yes. And well, like what about said, assisted suicide? Um, that's not really
3: that's
0: mainstream yet. I'm sure subject. it will be at some
3: point, but it's not just yet in the United States. It is in Canada. McGorkin. Yeah, but see, sure Canada. Really oh, yeah.
10: Well, you know, we should look at Canada about that because they did legalize assisted suicide. And then they started promoting assisted suicide. And then they started offering as an option to elderly and infirm. And now they are offering it as a remedy to mental illness, to um, handicapped children, And they're refusing to pay for treatment for some medical things. They're offering assisted suicide instead. So that was a slippery slope. You can either die or die because we're not paying for your medical care anymore with your universal health care. That's what's going on up in Canada so we should not you know if somebody's going to commit suicide they're going to commit suicide but don't help them
3: that's what what gets me is that they they will tell the kids that if you're depressed we can help you kill yourself well what what in the world yeah it's not even like they have Lou Gehrig's disease and they have 45 days to live and they don't want to do it anymore it's not even that. It's You get an 11-year-old that uh, that says they're depressed. Well, can we kill you?
10: Yeah. It's gotten that bad. How Usually, loving and liberal know, was you,
0: that?
10: Yeah, that's not loving and liberal. They're going to do that. But, that yes, I did hear that. They're offering assisted suicide for depression. Well, how about psychiatry? And maybe, you know, they do have treatment for depression. Wow. And that, it's not that expensive.
0: Right.
10: Diabetes is way more expensive. <laughs> wow. We live in a messed up situation here, folks. But we got to learn how to talk about it. And we have to learn how to rationalize with people. Because, you know, if you say Republican, then they go right to the abortion or right to Trump or right to Mega. You know, Biden couldn't even tell the person that asked him what MAGA stands for. Do you know that?
3: Yeah, they don't even know.
10: No, they don't know. What's MAGA mean? I mean, it, it's, it, it sounds like a swear word to them. But they have no clue what it means. make America great again. It's very simple. You know, Joe Biden was finished the job. Yeah, finish us off. What exactly was this job he wanted to finish? like i said he wandered off again he can't climb a flight of stairs he can't stay focused i'll bet you it was his cocaine in the freaking floor in the in the library they got to be juicing him with something because he's coherent but then it wears off and it and he crashes hard and then he just wanders (laughs) off the stage
0: yeah
10: yeah you can tell when it's wearing off he starts mumbling his eyes blink. He gets irritated and agitated, and then he just leaves. But when he, when they first juice him and release him, he comes out and he, you know, he pretends to jog a little bit. But then he crashes and burns. So it's it's wearing off faster and faster. Whatever they're juicing him with, it's probably cocaine. And the 4th of July, when they were all out on the balcony, Biden was lit. And Jill looked kind of lit, too. And don't think them old ladies and those old guys ain't, you know, doing a few lines here and there. They certainly are. You should see what goes on in the parking lot over here at the the center. (laughs) This friend of mine's son had to do community service, and... He was cleaning the parking lot over at the cultural center. You wouldn't believe what this kid found. He found, you know, roaches from marijuana. He found used condoms. He found packages of cocaine. He found all kinds of stuff in that parking lot. And that's like where the old people congregate. So they're living their best life out there in the parking lot, that's for
3: sure. Yeah, if you call that living your best life, I guess. Yeah.
10: Yeah, that's just a euphemism for the really screwing around over there.
0: <laughs> right, I know. <laughs>
10: yeah, they were living their best life in the parking lot. <laughs> wow. We're in Florida, so our, our population is a little older than most of the states. Our median age down here is 45. So half half the people are over 45, and the other half is under 45. But the median age in the country oh, is I would, think I would like 38. be putting that
3: older category now.
10: Yeah, so am I. But I think the median age for the entire country is like 38. We don't have a lot of babies being born our birth rate is declining seriously well, to the point but, but, where so,
3: Anne, that, that will happen when you have uh, democrat run areas because uh, they, they look at, at kids like like they're nasty or, or it just takes time away from them
10: you're right you know uh, it, I it's, it's a just no of,
3: secret that the the angrier somebody is the more democrat they are
10: yeah and they treat pregnancy like it's an abomination motherhood is one of the most beautiful blessings that a woman can have i love being a mother i couldn't picture myself not being a mother you know god bless well, me today's
3: today's my oldest kid's 22nd birthday uh, it's happy just birthday. that I, I don't get to talk to my kids Too much anymore
10: You know she's 22
3: She's yeah. going to be
10: hanging oh. with you She's going to be out with her friends you know? Exactly. you know She'll be getting engaged And getting married And
3: My other you know, one just turned stuff. 20 yesterday
10: Oh happy birthday To her too
3: Yeah they're one day We're one year and 364 days apart
10: Nice Well, happy birthday to both of them. Hope their days were absolutely fabulous. Yeah, well, God blessed me and blessed me and blessed me and blessed me. I have five biological children, two adopted children, scores of foster children. I have 22 grandchildren, Hmm. and I'm just way over-blessed. God just loves me. And i tell you, I couldn't picture my life without any one of them. But having children is, is not a scourge on you. It's it's the natural progression of things. Don't be afraid, you know. These, uh, these well, young people girls are be terrified like, to have What children. do
3: you mean I have to have a kid? That means I can't go out uh, and go clubbing.
10: But they're wrong. You can. You just can't do it every day. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, if if you want to go out on a Friday night or Saturday night or even a weeknight, you can get a babysitter and you can go out. It's not an anchor. Blessing. It's not an anchor. I still live my life. That didn't hold me back at all. It actually helped me. You know, I'm a very independent person, and I was kind of feral but that toned it down a little bit (laughs) and I I love being a mother oh god that's the most important job you know I was a chef
3: for my career but Joanne uh, I've had people say though that uh, I have to give up my career because I have kids um, I started my radio show when my kids were what six and four or seven and five, or whatever it was. they were right. Mhm, that doesn't mean your world yeah. has to stop you just have to you just have to game plan around it,
10: and you still work nine to five and you go home at five o'clock, and your family's there, yeah, and children, yeah, you gotta make accommodations for them, but they're certainly not a burden. mustn't ever think that way. And that's what the problem is. You're right. People think children are a burden and they think that it's going to slow them down somehow or interfere in their careers. No, it isn't. You you can do it all. I don't even think it's about a
3: career because uh, a lot of people now, they just bounce from job to job. Uh, I, I would say the average person might not even have a career anymore. There's not many skill levels.
10: True. That's sad in itself.
11: You can go be a PBX
3: operator at Marriott or or Sheraton or, or the Hilton, and one, one, they're all interchangeable.
10: That's true. In retail stores and stuff, we are a uh, service nation now. We're not a manufacturing nation or a, you know, oil producing nation or an energy nation anymore. We're just services. Which is
3: really now. going to be a, a strange thing when uh, we're at war with China and we're not getting their goods. So what's going to happen?
10: In the meantime our greedy politicians and ideologues turned everything over to China.
3: Right. Remember
10: how nice we well, were in China? What was and it,
3: last week when, when Governor Grusome went to go beat Xi Jinping?
10: Right. And then he invited him to come over to California. And now he's cleaning up the streets in San Francisco because she's coming. He wouldn't clean it up because the Americans had to live there. Right. But one out-of-town guest and all those homeless people got to go now. Copy scene. Well,
3: well, that's par for the course, just like when when he told everybody you have to wear those scams, and then he didn't wear a scam when he went to the to the restaurant
10: right, and remember you had to stay home and don't travel, but he went off right. to like Tijuana or something for some event exactly, yeah, a few of them did that and he's just he's only trying for vice president. You know the Democrats aren't going to let him be president.
5: Well,
3: they but, would you know, let they, him they if, he would, with... if he would win, but he's not likable enough, and everybody knows it.
10: Well, it's not just that, but they're so hung up on race and gender. I was
3: going to say that's the major part of it, between him they're being a little white guy and not likable, that he's the wrong skin color.
10: Right. Well, I don't know how Biden get in. Because he was a noodle head, and he was the perfect patsy. And he was as dirty as it gets, so there's all kinds of ways to blackmail him and get him to do what you want. And the dangling this kid, you know, he's kind of in trouble, but not really in trouble. But if you don't cooperate, your kid's going to jail. But if you do cooperate, we're just going to, you know, jerk him around a little bit and make some noise, and then then he can just go do whatever he's doing you know they're
3: using that kid to
10: jerk him around
0: yeah
3: but the I thing the is is thing. that I don't think gruesome would be one that would listen uh, 100% to Barry Satoro and Michael Robinson Obama who's a nice lady
10: yeah I think that you could be right there He um he's, he's quite he's the not a yes man
3: although he knows how to play the game but maybe a little too well
10: Yeah, he knows how to play the game, but he's still a narcissist. And he thinks, yeah, he's he's the top of his world. He's not going to take second fiddle. He's not going to work for Obama. He wants to be the boss, so that would definitely be a clash of the titans. Now, the Republican Party, they wouldn't even try to stop him. They'd probably rather have him than Trump. But the Democrats... You know, that he himself, Newsom, said to replace Diane Feinstein, it's going to be a black female. Because he's, what, oh, so woke? But then he's going to try for the top job. He's going to try to be president. But he's not a black female. And if only black females are qualified, then that puts him out of the running with his own ideology. He should take himself out of it. If he strongly feels like he speaks. Because there is a black female who would take that spot really quick.
3: Right, exactly.
10: If she chose she wanted it. And would she choose him as a vice president? I doubt it. She doesn't like pretty boys. She's way too uppity.
3: But Big Mike does like white people, though, so I would see someone like a Gretchen Whitmer being the vice president.
10: Oh, God. That would be terrible. (laughs) That would be terrible, the two of those women. No. Absolutely not. I would say no to Michelle Obama. But remember, that was Brandon's
3: first choice too, though back in twenty twenty.
10: Yeah, something about her that I just cannot warm up to. That Gretchen Whitmer. You saw the movie Shrek, she's right? like
3: this, To me, she's just the liberal version of, of Nikki Haley. Yeah. They are carbon copies to me.
10: That is a good description. But she's snarky and nasty and vile. And thinks that she's... know she's another one who thinks the rules apply to others, not her. Right. And her husband... Which is why she'd be a
3: great... Which is why she'd be a great vice presidential candidate for liberals.
10: Yeah. Like I said, you saw the movie Shrek, right?
3: Yes
10: remember Lord Farquhar?
3: that that's oh, been a while. I remember the name
10: all right Lord Farquhar. He's the guy he had like he was thin, and I forget whose voice it is um oh geez. anyhow, he wanted fiona he was he wanted to marry um, Fiona,
0: right,
10: but Whitmer looks just like him. Looks just like that character. (laughs) But she's got those eyebrows like Dr. Spock. Which gives her like this sinister look. She really does have an evil look about her. Not saying she's evil, but... She could definitely pull off being... A Disney witch for Halloween. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not making fun of her looks. Don't don't, don't take it as shallow as that. It's just there's something about her that rubs me the wrong way. You know. I just when I when I see her, I just. I don't even want to look at
3: her. Hey, uh, Joe or, or Bianchi, are you still here? I need a couple minutes if you can hang out with Joanne.
11: Yeah, I don't mind yeah. hanging out with Joanne as long as she's buying.
3: Right.
11: <laughs> I'm buying. I'll be right back, All you right. guys.
10: About there to set him up. I'm buying. Margarit. Come on, Bianchi. Let's have oh. some margaritas. There's other stuff to talk about, too. Um, there's this guy. He calls himself the sperminator. And he created an unvaxxed sperm group on Facebook. Well, now he had to open up a whole company, and they are recruiting sperm donors that are unvaccinated because the demand is so high for unvaccinated sperm. Well, why did everybody get vaccinated then?
11: I don't know. I, I hear something new, astonishing every day.
10: <laughs> yeah, well, I'm telling you, that baby batter is going to be worth some bucks. So, don't go out there getting vaccinated, gentlemen. They're paying big money for that. Yeah. Um. Over there in, in Texas, two innocent Americans and six others they were the one guy was a human smuggler he was from texas but six of them five of them were illegals and they got in a car chase and they crashed you couldn't you can't even tell that they were vehicles that's how bad this crash was you know so i mean they're just even americans now are helping smuggle people in over that border. It says here the deceased Americans were from Georgia and several deceased illegal Ameri- uh, immigrants were from Honduras and the smuggler himself, he, he was from Houston. You know, I got to tell you, Bianchi, this is Obama's army. And you know they're all done with Biden. So, uh, you know, Obama said he wanted a civilian army equally funded to the U.S. military. Well, You know how much money we're spending on these illegals? How much? uh, Billions. Probably almost as much as we're spending on the military now. uh, Close to it. But 10 million is what we're clocked at now have come over that border since Biden was inaugurated. That's a big army, Bianchi. You know, all they need is their blue helmets. They're already here. And they didn't have to shoot their way in. So what can be done about that? You know, and that guy, Mayorkas. every time they asked him how many, he said, well, we have a broken immigration system. No, we have an immigration system that you just don't like. You want it changed. So instead of enforcing it, you're ignoring it, and that's illegal. When these people took an oath, they took it to the Constitution to faithfully uphold the laws. We have immigration laws, and he's not enforcing them. If you want the laws changed, that's the Congress's job. His job is to enforce the laws that we already have, same as the president president doesn't get to make laws. He gets to sign laws. In, he gets to sign bills into law or not sign them. But he doesn't get to make them. That's the Congress's job. Nobody knows civics anymore.
11: Well, if MacArthur was in there, it looked like nothing would have been done. It's never done fast enough unless you got no. a Republican in there.
10: That's true. McCarthy wasn't going to do anything. He was, a, he was another one of yes man. He was trying to keep the peace and work with the Democrats. How are you going to work with people who are trying to destroy your country? You know, that's like saying... You can't.
11: That, you can't work with them. They hell bent on destroying the country. They don't give a damn about the debt. They'll give a damn about the trade imbalances. None of that stuff. No. That's, like that's why I joining say that every congressperson should be paid by the state they represent. Then you can start reeling in some of this stuff that's going on that you have no control over. Once they get into that pool called the federal government, there's nothing you can do to them. Valerie Garry right. is still around. Term limits should apply to federal officials. Employ everything to Mm -hmm. get them out of there. Because if they stay in there, they become infested like roaches.
10: Yeah. And the employees, too. We should go back to merit and conduct. Because you can't even fire a federal employee anymore. Even if they commit crimes. And all those, you know... Most, not all, most of the federal jobs, every time you see a new job opening, it's always filled by one of their cousins or their brothers or a big donor's kid or, you know, these are make-work jobs. When we had the shutdown or threatened with the shutdown, they said, well, the non-essential employees aren't going to get paid. We shouldn't have any non-essential employees. Don't you think every federal employee should be essential?
11: Non-essential
10: means they're not necessary.
11: And how, long has, how long has Valerie Garrick been around? And look at the damage she's caused. Mm-hmm.
10: Yeah. She's one. Oh, boy. She's a Chicago mobster at, at the worst. And she's an Iranian. And that explains a lot. And look at that John Kerry. While Trump was president, he was running around, even talking to Iran and telling them to ignore Trump. That they were going to see to it that the Democrats got back into power. So just oh, wait no, a moment.
3: Anna, I've been trying to understand this, if you can help me on this. So... Mm -hmm. Brandon is under the impression that if if he could start a world war, that that's going to improve his poll numbers somehow, because people are going to get patriotic and, and support Brandon?
10: Well, that's what he thinks, you know, because usually the American people will rally around a president during wartime. But this guy's starting it for his popularity. That's not a good reason to start a war. And he's firing off rockets in Syria now. He's getting us into a war with Iran. But Mm -hmm. Iran's got friends. And Iran's making more friends. Even Turkey, who is supposed to be one of our allies, they threw us under the bus for Iran. Zelensky's losing the war. Russia just took 25% of their territory. Somebody was just over there cavorting with him. I forget who it was, but I was like, what the hell are they doing over in Ukraine? Yeah, some celebrities over there. But Zelensky, he, we're supposed to be you know, inspiring democracy around the world. And Biden even said, oh, we're fighting for democracy in Ukraine. We have to spending the money because they're fighting for democracy. No, well, they're not. Do you know he just suspended the March election? Even Vietnam and Germany had elections during war. But Alinsky's not going to have an election? That's not a democracy. That's an oligarchy. It's the same as Russia. So why why are we supporting one and not the other? We should just get the hell out of there. But that spigot is wide open. Every single bill we pass has got money for Ukraine in it. Didn't realize Ukraine was that big of a deal. Especially with somebody like Zelensky in charge over there. Ooh, he's, he's another one who's not really in charge. The Soros people are. It's a part of the color revolution. It's a continuation of it. But Russia didn't want those bioweapons labs on its border. And Russia didn't want uh, Soros screwing with its pipelines. That's why they took back Crimea. Because Soros was trying to screw with the pipelines. And then they built that Nordstrom pipeline. And Trump said, no, 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 no. But Biden said yes. And then Biden blew it up. For Soros. That whole thing is all and about And he even said ahead of
3: that. time he was going to do it. Yeah.
10: Yeah. You know, I'm not a fan of Putin. But I'll tell you, there's a lot of things he's not wrong about. And the United States has, the the Democrats in the United States have been provoking him every opportunity they have to be in power. They keep provoking him. They want war. War is money. And then if you're at war, the American people will get off more money and give you more money. And then all the... Military industrial complex—the Boeings and the Raytheon's and all of them—they start raking in the dough, and they uh, funneling a lot of it kickbacks to the de- Democrats and to the Republicans. You know, whoever gets them the contract, they get a kickback. So they're more than happy. You know, I mean, they're telling us our military's depleted, and we've given away all our ammo and. We don't have any energy in our oil reserve, so you know maybe we should start working on our own stuff. And then they oh, Zelensky needs twelve billion here, and he needs a hundred billion there, and then okay, another four billion every two weeks we're giving him money. And then Zelensky says, "Well, I need planes
3: and tanks and bullets. Buy them." <laughs> Really? well, yeah, buy because them the rest of the money is just money to put in everybody's pocket. So of course they need right. supplies.
10: You're giving them, you're giving them all that money and the equipment. You're not even selling them the equipment.
3: Hey, he may as well ask for it. He might get it.
10: He got it. He's gotten tanks and planes and artillery and rockets and defense systems and.
3: Mhm. Plus money. That, that's why he asked for it because he knew we can get it.
10: Yeah.
3: They gave it to him.
10: Something wrong with us, Proof. We are like masochistic or self-sabotaging or something's going on here. You know? And that's another thing, too. You send your kids to college, you want them to get a career. Like you said, there's no careers anymore. But you figure, you know, they're going to learn something. All they're learning is how to walk in the streets and say from the river to the sea or Black Lives Matter or Antifa or, um, I don't know, the the trans mafia. All of these people Mm -hmm. can flash mob in an instant and show up at protests and the signs are all ready for them. The route is already picked out. The permit's already gone. They're done. The theme is there. The speakers are lined up. And that was within hours of that attack on Israel.
0: Right.
10: How'd they do that so fast?
3: Yeah, I don't think it was an accident.
10: And do you know that the Associated Press was there photographing? The um, attack on Israel. I saw a, a photograph earlier go by me. And you see two guys have this young girl squeezed in between them on a motorcycle. They're carrying guns. And there's an Associated Press guy with, with a camera taking pictures of them. You didn't rescue that girl? You're snapping a camera instead? Two full-grown men. Something real fishy about that. And, you know, they don't care how many people die with their antics. They don't care how many Jews die. They don't care how many Palestinians die. All that means is money. There's money going to Hamas. There's money going to Israel. And you know these politicians are getting a piece of it. They never don't get a piece of it. Everyone's got their hands out. Out of every bill... Only 80, yeah, only 20% goes to the actual intended cause. The other 80% disappears.
11: Well, Joanne, what about the manifesto of the Nashville shooter?
10: What about it? We we never got to see it.
3: (laughs) She was called a white. Oh, and not just that, but they're they're talking about investigating investigating Stephen Crowder for 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 sharing the story.
11: Yeah, but well, wow. here's the thing. They had kids in elementary schools in Nashville school districts school districts in Nashville, and they're in the surrounding area, marching down the street, heading to the assembly. And they blame the guns. Where it looks like this woman had a mental problem. They yeah. blame the guns, but they don't want to blame the mental problems that's out there, mental cases that's out there that's roaming around. No. No, because it's that's... quite obvious she had a mental problem. Look what type of lifestyle she was practicing. Right. Right.
10: They all have issues, mental issues. You know, I I saw a meme, and it showed a wolf biting a sheep, killing a sheep. Oh, I shared that. Yeah. And I'll I'll finish describing it, though. It says the wolf killed the sheep in front of the other sheep with its teeth. So the other, other sheep saw the teeth and got afraid of the teeth. So they all took their teeth out. The wolf still has teeth. That's what gun control does. You know, all you're doing is turning people into criminals. And people who obey laws will give up a gun. You can make all the laws you want. And people who don't obey laws aren't going to obey that anymore. What big, new, cool law are you gonna make that's gonna make a criminal obey it. When they don't obey the laws that we already have. Murder's already illegal. Mayhem's already illegal. Assault is already illegal. So how much more illegal can you make it? You're just taking the guns away from people who didn't do anything illegal and who would obey your stupid law and leave themselves defenseless. Because a criminal is not going to obey a law. And you can take all the guns, or so you think, but any kid that went to a shop class knows how to make a gun. You can make a gun out of a lot of things. Now they want to make bullets even more scarce. So you won't let us take your guns? Well, then we're going to take your bullets. So anybody out there who, you know, practices, to do target practice and stuff, save your shells so you can repack them. Don't just dispose of them anymore. Save them. If you can't repack Mm -hmm. them, someone else that you know can. But they might come in handy someday. And most of the shootings in the cities, they're not done with long guns. They're not done with ARs. They're done with handguns. So what's the big deal about the the AR? An AR is just a shotgun with a whole bunch of decorations on it. It still performs the same function. It just looks scarier. People just don't understand. You know, and when Kamala Harris says she wants the gun laws like Australia had, and you notice she said had, too, because they're starting to come around and letting Mm -hmm. the citizens rearm. But they plowed all those, they just took every gun that they, or they thought they took every gun, but they took the guns from the people who were willing to give them up. And it didn't do them any good. The people who didn't give them up still had guns. And it made it a lot easier for criminals to operate. It didn't make it more difficult, it made it easier. You know, like these malls, they put on their window this is a gun free zone you might as well just put a whole bunch of little sitting ducks there on your sign too that means everybody in here is a sitting duck in schools you know some if somebody else had a gun you protect the children put them all in one spot in a corner of a room, is not going to save the children. If someone's shooting at the children, shoot back. Mm
0: -hmm.
10: Maybe that'll help. Why don't we try that a little bit? And then a criminal will say, oh, my God, I'm not going in there. You know, I got one gun. but There's 50 people in there who have guns that are going to shoot me. Here in Florida, you should probably assume everybody has a gun. And that's probably our crime rate isn't bad. In the cities, you might find a little bit of crime, but nothing in comparison to what's going on out there in the rest of the country in, in some hot spots like Chicago or Atlanta or Baltimore. No, you, know, you don't find it like that, and you don't have a lot of home invasions here in Florida. Because you're breaking somebody's house, you're probably going to get shot. So people think twice before they do that. Now, the people in the houses, they're not going out and just shooting up the neighborhood, no. But if you go in their house, whose fault is that? It wasn't the legal gun owner's fault? They weren't doing anything but sitting in their house minding their business. So the gun laws don't make any sense at all. Criminals won't obey them. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> right, I get it. Yeah. And I, I already told you that... uh Hunter and, and crew are getting subpoenaed. You know, and they're saying, this guy Walker, he's a business associate of Hunter's, right? And they tell us all this information. And they tell us all the, you know, there's bank records, and he apparently wired over a million dollars in increment payments from 2015 to 17 to Hunter Biden, James Biden, and Halle Biden. So... You know, they got all this information, but you know where it's going? Absolutely nowhere. They're going to pull them in front of the committee, and they're just going to yell at them. And then, they're, you know, everybody's happy, and they just continue to do what they're doing.
3: You don't think and, they'd even give them, like, something like 30 days in jail or something?
10: No. Nah. No. They're just keeping Biden in line.
3: Mm-hmm.
10: Yeah, they're just making sure that Biden does everything that they tell him to do and continue on his destructive path and, you know, just stay mentally and coherent and everything will be fine. But if not, well, this is what we're going to do to your kid and your brother and your daughter-in-law and your grandchildren. So, just play nice, and we're just going to make a lot of noise, and then it's going to go away. Or, we're going to make a lot of noise, and then everybody's going away. So, how's it going to go, Joe? You know, it's easy to control somebody you can blackmail, or you can threaten their family. Yeah. Like they're threatening Trump's family, but Trump's fighting back. Trump's not cooperating. Joe Biden's not fighting back. You know, Trump has been in front of every camera, on every microphone, in every courthouse, defending not only himself, but his family. Biden's not doing that. He's not saying a word about it. He could make this all go away. Why isn't he? He has the power to do that. Is he trying to look like he's he's separated from it? I mean, they got his phone records. They got his burner phones. They got his aliases. They got his bank records. They have a history of him doing that. And they're telling everybody about it. But nothing's being done about it. Why would that be? I
11: don't have an answer. Right?
10: Marjorie Taylor Greene, she was losing her stuff today, too. She was all over Twitter. And she was saying that they didn't, the Republicans didn't lose because of abortion itself. It's how the party handles it. And then she said there's bigger growing problems. They're losing Republican voters because the base is fed up with the weak Republicans who never do anything to actually stop the communist Democrats. And that's what we've been talking oh, about.
3: Sounds like uh, her and Ramaswamy might have had a discussion.
10: Oh, yeah. Well, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she's, a, she's another one who's a firebrand. But she went off. And she said, people are losing hope and can't see a way out. And think it's all going to get worse. She said, strongly worded letters and tough-talking media hits will not stop the overgrown and out-of-control Democrat-run tyrannical government. And she says the Republican Party's tone deaf. So, that I mean, the Republicans, they're good at fighting them, each other. They're just not good at fighting Democrats.
3: Right. Well, I I trust Mike Johnson, but uh, bitch McConnell and, and Ronna Romney don't mean anything to me, except they're just Democrats.
10: Right. Yeah, Ronna, she definitely has to go. I think she's controlling it. She's controlling the opposition. And I don't know who's guiding her but they're making big mistakes. She's spending stupid money on things that don't matter, and she's not spending money on things that do. She could have helped a lot of those candidates. It's not like it was a whole nationwide election. There was was only so many states. She's not making any inroads or any attempts at making inroads in communities that don't generally vote for Republicans.
3: But remember, Joanne, that that bitch McConnell took money out of Carrie Lake's campaign and gave it to Linda Murkowski. Right. Because it's more important to be loyal to a losing party than actually win.
10: Right. And it's easier to list grievances and yell and scream, and like Marjorie said, you know, the media hits, they scream and yell, and they get a lot of media attention, and they list everything that's wrong. This is wrong, that's wrong, this one's doing this, this one's doing that. And then they're happy. Well, what are you going to do about it? We didn't send you up there to tell us what's wrong. We know what's wrong. We want you to fix it. Mm -hmm. And the American people, a 38% turnout, It's absolutely pathetic. So the American people have a a responsibility in this, too. There should be some accountability there. They don't need Ronald McDaniel to tell them to go and vote. So the American people aren't off the hook either.
3: But here's here's another wrinkle to this, though. Democrat voters historically don't care if it's an in-between they only care about the president. They might vote for Congress if uh, if it's a, an even year, but in an odd year where there's really nothing going on, they're, they're not going to come out and vote. Yeah. Well, Maybe the senior the citizens will, but that's about it.
10: And the Republicans don't even know about ballot harvesting, and they don't know about early voting. You know, Mm -hmm. they all say, well, we don't want to give them a heads up and we don't want to vote to not count. So we're not going to early vote. We're going to show up on Election Day. And like clockwork, something breaks. The machine breaks, a gas leak, a water leak. Um, Something always happens in the Republican areas that creates a problem on voter day, on Election Day. But the early voting, they're not wrong about that either. You know, why, why are you tipping your hand? Why are you showing people your cards? And your ballot can get lost and your numbers can get screwed. So they but don't early voting. you live in a big
3: city and you early vote, you, like here in Las Vegas, I'm in a purple area. Well, the whole city's basically purple, but... Uh, there, there is Republican areas, and you just don't vote in those areas. You vote in a purple or, or a Democrat area. In early voting, it doesn't matter.
10: Yeah, in early voting, you're right. They they set up the vote centers. And... I don't know. I think here in Florida. Know, so they're
3: not really going to touch it in uh, in Democrat voting areas. They'll touch it in where they know the Republicans are going to to uh True. be coming out in full force because they they want to they want to cheat the election but they can't have it look rigged. They have to even though we know it's rigged, they they can't tip their hand. Right. You know, but the ballot
10: harvesting, we gotta get better at that. Do you know that the Democrats go into nursing homes and there's people in comas right. that have voted you have a hundred percent turnout in a nursing home. And that's not well, you fishy. get people that are going
3: to be dead in four hours and you're still letting them vote Democrat. You got right.
11: people that's in coma voting? Oh my goodness, I've never heard of that one. Yeah.
10: Yeah, people in nursing homes in comas. But they voted. <laughs> Some nursing homes had better than a hundred percent turnout. But they allowed it. But that's what these Democrats do. They go into these facilities and they, you know, just say you want to vote. And the people say, yeah, and they say, okay, can I help you with that? Or you need help with that? And then they just take all their ballots and put them in a drop box. And then they go to the next nursing home. I mean, you have a captive audience in those places. You know, if they I bet you if they let inmates vote, they'd all vote Democrat, too. But that, that kid, back to Scott Pressler, he's trying to teach people about that. And Ronald McDaniel's not helping him.
3: I'm surprised she hasn't condemned him personally. Yeah. Uh,
10: Good, he probably registered too many Republicans.
3: Yeah, she's by saying Republicans need to win on their own without any help. And they Mm -hmm. shouldn't even campaign. Right.
10: And I think the donors are drying up. That could be a big problem. You know, a, a lot of the Never Trumpers, they laid their money down on people like Chris Christie and Ron DeSantis and Rick Scott and, you know, they were going to be the great hope that beat Trump and that didn't happen. So now they're maxed out with donations and they put their money on the wrong person. So I think the money's drying up. And Trump voters, they're not Supporting the Republican Party, they'll donate to Trump, and they'll probably donate to Vivek Ramaswamy too. But they're not they're not donating to the RNC. They know better.
3: No, I would never vote I would never just fund a blanket Republican like that. Not with Ronna McDaniel there. No.
10: No, because she's misspending it. She's not using intelligent analysis. She's not spending money where she should be spending it. She's not putting her attention where it should be, and she's not trying to recruit new voters.
3: She should so be. Let me ask you this, Joanne, if I can Democratic ask you a question. Areas. So, who runs sure. Mitch
10: McConnell? Do you think? I don't know. I think the big big boys run him. Foreign. Like the Saudis and the Chinese and the big foreign money is pouring in for him. But remember, he's got a lot of foreign connections, too. First being the Senate president, but also he's a shipping mogul. So he's got a shipping company. And he does business with all kinds of boats and containers and countries and you know so I mean they're all sending him money as well as you know banks and financial corporations and big corporations he knows how to put the squeeze on people same as Pelosi she knows how to put the squeeze on them too they know how to find the money Mitch McConnell told us to our faces that we're not his concern. His big concern is Zelensky and Ukraine. That's what he's focused on. In the meantime, there's a whole world war
11: taking shape, and we got a we're a that lot of off. money, a lot of money going to Ukraine. Don't filter way back around to some of these politicians, mm-hmm. and probably to some of these news media for not running commercials. Like yep. they usually
10: do Yeah I think you're right Bianchi
11: See if they, they don't run commercials to get the vote out People won't come out and vote
10: Mhm. Yeah They're not doing the advertising They're not helping the candidates What are they doing with the money? Like I said I know there's a lot of donations Dried up that still, they still got lots of money.
11: And then hey, he got- you may mention that Michelle said that Obama has a peculiar odor. Well, yeah, people that engage in that type of activity do. You know, uh, uh, digestive enzymes are hard to wash
3: off. <laughs> well, remember he he said himself that that people complain he smells like sulfur.
11: Mm. Well, anything come out of hell's gonna smell like sulfur. So what the devil's it? Right. Yeah, I was just ain't thinking that. Ain't that what? Uh, ain't that's what, uh, what was the president at in Venezuela said when he came in behind Bush? It smells like sulfur up here. Chavez, right. wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it was the brother, Raúl.
10: Yeah, Hugo wouldn't meet with him, but Raul did. I remember that. Smells like sulfur. That's Satan. How's yeah. Man. Yeah, but Michelle did say in her book he smells bad. Yeah, if
0: you do all
11: that backdoor stuff, it's going to get on your body. And them enzymes don't wash off because they're there to be strong in order to digest food. Mm
1: -hmm. You know, in the black
11: community, they call that being nasty. Yeah.
10: Wow. I just, I don't really have any use for Obama. I never liked him. I actually authored an uh, expose about him called "Obama is a Plant." That was kind of how I first started being on air. That's what I that, the, my first show I started with my my research on that, and I was right. And then we did the research on what happened in Las Vegas, and we were right about that too. Oh, absolutely. And you know that that Mohammed bin Salman wants nothing to do with Biden, nothing, and wants nothing to do with Obama, but he likes Trump. Yeah, that's because Trump and Steve Wynn saved his butt. So, you know, you saved the the prince's life, the king is indebted to you, and the prince, who's now the king. But, yeah, they'll talk all day to Trump, but they they won't even accept a phone call from Biden or Obama. They can hold a grudge. I don't blame them. But that's another thing. They don't care who dies. How many people died that day? And they just blow it off like, oh, well, sorry for your luck. Shouldn't have been there. Yeah, they should have. They were at a concert. We have concerts so people go. They right. absolutely should have been there. And the guy who brought all the guns to the hotel, he was victim one. They didn't do that shooting.
3: No, I read something on the Gateway Pundit over the weekend uh, that said that While he was in the room, allegedly that room was sealed shut so he couldn't get out if he wanted to. Mm Mm-hmm.
10: Yeah, that's why they need the helicopters. That's why they broke the windows. Once they come down, you know, off that roof and down that stairwell into that floor and into that room, Mm -hmm. broke out those windows. You know, that, that old guy who was a pilot, so he wasn't doing any heavy work. He was a gambler and a drinker. He did not break out those big, thick, sealed windows in those hotels. But a couple of guys with some heavy battery rams could do it. And then the media try to tell us that there was no helipad on the roof of that hotel. Yes, there is. A friend of oh, ours yes, who Yes, there is. There. I,
3: I live here. I know.
10: Yeah, a friend of ours who lived there and does work for the hotel industry, not just one hotel, lots of hotels. They, they have the right. chemicals. They went on the roof of the Tropicana and that hotel, and there is heliports on both of them. so the media was full of it and the cab driver she had the best video of all she was just riding around the city and listening for the guns and then all the the gunshot sounds and then she would drive to where she heard the sound and you could see everything that was going on because she had her camera going in her dashboard and you could see the helicopters in the air and you could hear the gunshots and you could see the people running by and you could hear the screaming and you know, people had jumped in her cab, and her cab was full. And she was just trying to get them out of there, and then she'd turn around and go back, and she was catching all the footage. She just kept her camera running. And people were talking, too, as they were getting in and out of her cab. So we got a lot of information from that, and then they pulled that video. But we were able to download it, and we still have it. So we got it before it got pulled. We got a lot of things before it got pulled, actually. We have quite a vault of archive information. And my show notes, too. Before I do a show, I print up usually what I want to talk about. And I write all my notes. And You know, I I take excerpts and, and sometimes whole articles. But um, I had a whole shed full of show notes. Got history, baby.
3: <laughs> yeah, I remember those days. And, and me, you, and Kurt Haskell worked that out with the Vegas stuff.
10: Yep. And JoJo and Debbie and
0: yeah.
10: Cheryl and Anna. Oh, yeah. We pulled in information from everywhere. And Denise and Bobby Oh, yeah. We had a whole team working on that, and everybody got a piece of it. You know, like they'd see something somewhere and go looking at it and analyze it and then bring it back to us and, it, and would put it where it fit. You know, because not everything fit. But when everything did fit, it told a real story. And as we were telling the story, other people were chiming in, people in the area, and people who work in the hotels, and people who had access to video. Like we got the video from the Tropicana of bin Salman being moved into the back room. And that's when we put it all together, when we realized Mohammed bin Salman was in town. And once we realized that, then you could reverse construct it, and then everything fit and you knew who was who and who was up to what and which teams were an extraction team, which team were assassins. You know, a lot of people got killed over there at your airport, too. And those were assassins, and some of them were Secret Service, not Secret Service, Federal Marshals, because Secret Service only protects the presidential family. But the Federal Marshals were there because then, you know, you just don't... If you're... a Prince from a foreign country, you don't just go to Las Vegas by yourself. They have, they have <laughs> no. a team. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what I mean, they have an advanced team and they have the whole thing all worked out for you, where you're going to go, your whole itinerary, everything, you know, where you're staying, what kind of security they got. So it wasn't that he just decided to drop into Las Vegas. So people knew, especially that Al Walid, Prince Al Walid, his cousin, and where it all stemmed from was Al Walid's father was king, and Al Walid was going to so he was in the United States. Anyhow, his father got sick, so the father turned the kingdom over to his own brother, who is the King Mohammed bin Salman. So now, Mohammed bin Salman gets sick. He wants to turn the country over to his own son, the one who was in Las Vegas. Prince Alwaleed thought that his uncle should turn the kingdom back over to him. So that was what happened. He figured if he killed the king's son, the kingdom would have to go back to him. Now Prince Alwaleed. Is the one who put Obama to Harvard he's the one that after 9-11 he offered Rudy Giuliani ten million dollars and Rudy Giuliani told him shove it up his ass so he ended up giving that ten million dollars to Larry Summers and Elena Kagan over at Harvard University to start an Islamic studies thing anyhow Al Walid has been bankrolling Obama and the Marxists, for a very long time. He's the bad guy. The kid who he tried to kill is now the king of Saudi Arabia, and he wants nothing to do with Obama and nothing to do with Biden. They tried to assassinate him or allow him to be assassinated
0: Mm
10: -hmm. as a favor because Al Willey has been Obama's bad man his whole life. That's who sponsored him at Harvard, put him through school, and has been funding him in other ways right along. So that's why the king doesn't, the, who's now the king, the prince who's now king, doesn't want anything to do with him. And after that rampage in Las Vegas, remember what they did to Al Walid, the king took all their money on the whole al Walid side. It's Prince Al-Waleed bin Talal. And he took the whole bin, bin Talal crew, the whole clan, took all their money away, their wealth, their houses, and Prince Al-Waleed was left hanging upside down in his palace by his ankles. And, you know, since then he's been very quiet. I don't know where he is anymore. But the last I heard of him, he was hanging upside down inside his palace by his ankles, at the orders of the king. And all his money was stripped from him, and all his wealth, all his. He does still have some holdings here, but he doesn't have any more kingdom holdings. So he's broke now, or close to it. But that was a hell of a hey, Joe,
3: uh, Joe is back with us here, so I, I opened his mic.
10: Hey, Joe. Welcome back.
3: Maybe he's just listening. I don't know. No, uh, yeah, uh-huh. he's there.
10: You there, Joe? Oh, I can't hear him.
3: He, yeah, he's just listening.
10: All right, last week we went off here. I skipped him when I was thanking everybody. Um, we got some science news. You want to hear some science stuff?
0: Yeah, why not?
10: Yeah, Saturn is losing its rings, kinda. Um, Saturn is, you know how it's got the ring around it. Well,
0: right.
10: It's taken. Uh, it's tilting now, and the way that it's its orbit, see, it. Saturn orbits in 10 months. It takes a year for us to orbit. So they're they're actually ahead of us. So now they've tilted... Saturn is tilted on its axis. So its rings are now straight up and down instead of horizontal so we can see them. It's like looking at a piece of paper when you're holding it straight up on its side. You can't really see it. Well, that's what's happening with Saturn. But it it says that... um, the planet itself is absorbing all those all the stuff that the rings are made of. And you know what? Elon Musk posted a, a thing today. There's this guy. He calls himself Mr. Beast. And he's an activist. He built 100 wells across Africa, and he's providing clean drinking water to the citizens. Well, it says here... Although the wells provide clean water to half a million Africans, activists are upset with Mr. Beast because they're annoyed that a white male was the one who solved the problem. One right. of the African activists says, I've been doing this for 15 years, and we've been struggling to continue the work because of funding and awareness and advocacy, and he's given them all kinds of excuses. So you've got this whole group that's been working on it for 15 years and have never built a well. This guy says, look, there's a need, and I have the money to do it, and I have the equipment to do it, so he built a hundred wells. Now these people have clean drinking water. So I don't know when clean drinking water became racist, but the activist said, overnight this person comes along who happens to be a white male figure with a huge platform, and all of a sudden he gets all of the attention kind of frustrating but it's also understanding the nature of how the world is she said before giving him a weak thank you and they're upset that you know that the guy was white what difference does it make what color the guy is he built a hundred wells these people have clean water they've been suffering from cholera diphtheria dysentery all kinds of things all these years, these people have been working on it 15 years and never built a well? Where's the money? They're getting all this money from people all around the world donating for the clean drinking water in Africa. And Africa never got the water, or I saw a dollar. This one guy comes in and builds all this stuff and they're mad at him? That's disgusting. Orcas sank another ship in the Strait of Gibraltar. What's causing these whales to do this? I mean, the story says that these ships harmed some of the whales, and the whales, you know, understood it. And, you know, it's killing the calves and all that. So now the whales are fighting back, and when the boats come into the Strait of Gibraltar, they're attacking these boats. But it says here, orcas sink another yacht. After a relentless 45-minute attack, and this is from the Men's Journal, it said this is the fourth time hawkers have managed to sink a ship around the Strait of, Strait of Gibraltar. It said uh, they sank a Polish yacht passing through the Strait of Gibraltar, and it's the latest in the uptake. The yacht's named Grazi Mama 2, and it belonged to the Polish tour company Morski Mile, and they detailed the attack off the coast of Morocco. But these orcas, uh, that's the fourth ship that they've taken down. And it's it's not really that long of a a span of time either. It's only been like six months they've taken out four four boats. Orcas don't usually do that. So something's triggering them. And one more science thing is... um, you might be able to see the northern lights from a lot of places in the lower 48. It says, uh, an alert issued Sunday morning, NOAA's Space Weather Prediction Center warned of a moderate geomagnetic storm sparked by an Earth-directed coronal mass ejection, or a CME. And, of course, you know, those are uh, CMEs, an explosion of plasma and magnetic material from the sun. and It can impact, it says here, navigation, communication, radio signals. And they're also able to cause auroras by creating currents in the Earth's magnetic fields that send particles to the North and South Poles. And then they interact with oxygen and nitrogen. So it says it's expected to impact us late Sunday. Today's Thursday, so Wednesday, so it's Sunday, causing a G1-level geomagnetic storm. And that's one of the lowest levels on the point scale. But it says a G2 storm is likely for Monday, and the current forecast shows Canada and Alaska. They, of course, have the greatest likelihood of seeing the Northern Lights on Sunday. But it says residents in Washington, northern Idaho, Montana, northern Wyoming, North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin, northern Illinois, Michigan, parts of New York, Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine may also be able to see the aurora. So that's a rare occur- uh, occasion. And, you know, people in those places don't ordinarily get to see the northern lights. So that'll be something spectacular.
3: Yeah, I didn't hear Nevada or, uh, or Louisiana or, uh, or, Florida. or Florida. No,
10: we're out of luck. You know what? I get to see palm trees and sugar white sand.
3: And oh, British, oh, that reminds me. Part brata. of uh, part of what Nikki Haley said was that when she gets elected president, she's going to drill for oil in the Everglades.
10: She's going to drill for oil in the Everglades.
3: Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> well, DeSantis said no.
10: Yeah, no. That's that's a very very protected ecosystem. And I don't think that anybody's going to be drilling for oil in the Everglades. Offshore, maybe, because we have oil fields all around the whole peninsula. Offshore. And offshore drilling can be done very safely. I remember the Exxon Valdez. We reported on it. Mm -hmm. And I remember the Houston Remember the, the oil rig in, in just outside of, not Houston, Galveston, in, down in Texas in the Gulf? I remember the Gulf oil spill and what a production that was. But we have learned a lot from all of that. And it actually, you know, I mean, that was a big event, and it was a horrible event, and it, it created a lot of havoc and so did the Exxon Valdez oil spill up there but if you take into consideration how many rigs are out there operating every day all day not just off our coast but off the coast of Mexico and off the coast of Cuba there's rigs everywhere and they're operating safely and now they even have new valve systems So I think maybe they have a better chance of drilling offshore than they would ever have uh, attempting to drill in that Everglades. You're not touching those Everglades. That's like one of God's perfect ecosystems. It's very pristine, and I mean, it's, it's the swamp, Right. Maybe pristine isn't the word for it. But it's all natural. And we were having problems before, so that they, they rerouted the water to flush those problems out. But that was the only thing that was ever touched in the Everglades. That system runs on its own. We kind of leave it alone. We don't bother the animals. We don't bother the environment. We don't bother the water or or anything like that. That's just thrives on its own. And I think people are going to leave it that way. Can't live there. And, you know, drilling, even if done safely, it's still going to upset the ecosystem. Putting any structure in there would. And then the noise from the from the rigs and stuff. I don't think it. I don't think it would help the environment there at all. So I don't. I don't think anybody's It would take gonna be years to it.
3: to get established anyway. Even if they did allow it.
10: Yeah, but look what's going on in the ocean with just the, the windmills. Right. The you got whales washing up and. All kinds of sea life washing up on the shore, disorienting the sharks and the and the dolphins, and you know those are a lot more noisy than a than an oil rig. But still, I don't think uh, I don't think they're going to be doing that in the Everglades.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't expect that either.
10: No, even up in Anwar... Which is also a pristine ecosystem. But there is not that many animals up there. Trees, things like that. That's just sparse wasteland up there. The only thing that's up there is oil. It's not really inhabited by a lot of creatures. Too cold. They'll freeze to death. You got penguins and seals and polar bears. Lots of polar bears. The polar bear population has rebounded amazingly in the last couple decades. Remember, they said
3: well, that the they polar don't want to tell you, you that though things. because they they want you to think that that they that the polar bears they have to swim thirty miles to to get to land, but that that's what they do. They're polar bears.
0: Yeah.
10: But also, the the permafrost layer has grown. The ice layer has grown.
0: Mm
10: hmm And that's another thing. Obama said, yeah, the ice is going to fall into the sea, and the sea is going to rise. No, it isn't. If you get a glass of water with ice in it, or a glass of water, and you drop ice into it, it's not going to overflow. The ice is just going to melt. But it's not going to...
3: It takes the same mass as what the ice cube was.
10: Right. Yeah, when the ice melts, it's not going to create more volume. Or less. It's going to stay the same. I mean, you're going to get a splash when you drop that ice cube in there. But... Oh, I know. Put the ice in first. Won't happen. All right, that's the cue. Proof. Thank you again. Bianchi. Joe. Thank you. Freedomizers. Good night.
3: All right, everybody, Uh, please support the other shows on the network. It is not just the proof negative show here, but until tomorrow, hold on to the handrail, keep folks alive, and remember only you can prevent forest fires. I am negative. I am blue.